Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 49 of Le Clockwork Cantina. How are you doing, everybody? Hello, 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 everybody. What's up? All right, I remembered to hit all the buttons. We're recording. I We're on the screen because I see us, and uh, we're, we make a noise because the button's going up. Sweet. Uh, so uh, I don't, every time now, since I've got the new PC, every time we start, I'm a little paranoid that I'm going to forget something or hit the wrong button. Uh, it's kind of silly to be like that. But guess what we got now? We got our air horn back. Hey. Yeah. And, and that was really fucking loud. <laughs> so that's, I might that's turn fine, that man. Out of it. <laughs> it's um, all good. Uh, welcome, everybody, to Clockwork Cantina, episode 49. Uh, one more, man, and we're at the big 5-0. Yeah, dude, uh, next week we'll be at the 5-0. We'll yeah, that's pretty nuts. Yeah. Yeah, it's it exciting, is. though, man. It's exciting. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, it'll be, it'll be a, 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 it'll be good, man. It'll be good. It'll be fun. Yeah, well, it's hard to believe, really, that uh, it started off with, "Hey, we should do a podcast because we just talk about shit." And here we are, almost fifty episodes later now. Yeah. Um, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. It's awesome, dude. It's awesome. Uh, shit, man. Uh. Uh, today's topic is we're gonna we're gonna try try something new where we're gonna dive into like a world. And this particular world is one we're all familiar with, which is the Middle Earth from fucking Lord of the Rings and Hobbit and all that other all that uh, stuff, all, that all, stuff. The, all that stuff, man, all that stuff. Uh, I I imagine it won't be too much of a deep dive because there's just there's just, this is a world that has so much in it, you know. So yeah, it's yeah, it's not, it won't be a deep dive. We're just we're just gonna talk about some things here and there, but uh, yeah, and it's, it's something it's, we've new right like uh, and yeah, we always yeah. like to try something kind of new things and, and and so you know uh if we run into hiccups or isn't like you know we, we might stutter here and there and be like because it's something we haven't done before and we'd like to try new things and true new things and and, and and everything will work out the way it should work out yeah so yeah. um uh Let's get started with what we've been up to this past week. Daniel, what have you been up to Let's this past week, man? I've been, been playing, anything, a, playing things. I have not watched much of anything. Um, I have been playing a lot of Fall Guys. A lot of Fall yeah. Guys. A lot a of Fall of Guys. I've been playing a lot of that. Uh, play a little bit of Battlefront 2 as well. Play a little bit of Overwatch. Um, There's been a lot of, like... A little bit of this, a little bit of that this week. Yeah, right? like we yeah, tried yeah, a lot yeah. of things. Like uh, played, been playing a lot of Remnant as well because that game's pretty, pretty dang fun. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, Remnant from the Ashes, I believe, is what it's called. Free on the Epic Game Store right now, I think. Still, I'm not sure. I'm 100 positive, but you should just go check it out. Um, and then I tried out this other like weird game on stream the other day. Uh, cause it was gifted to me and I was like, well, let's try this thing out. This is a game called jazz punk. It is the memeiest, weirdest <laughs> fucking game I've played in a while, man. It, it, it's funny, but I was like, the fuck am I playing, dude? It was just one of those like just bizarre fucking games, but it was funny. I'll give it that. <laughs> that's pretty okay. much it though, man. Just, just a bunch of pretty much just a lot of fall guys, man. That's, that's, that's basically what it is. I got you. Um, I planned the stream this past week, uh, uh, and I ended up getting kind of sick. I don't know what's going on, um, uh, or has been going on this past week. I, 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 but I slept like 
Daniel, you know, you know, you know, it's crazy because I haven't been around as much this week. I've, I'm surely you've noticed because I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just, not a, I'm just like, I'm yeah. just not around that much. And it's like, it's not because I'm doing things because it's not a whole lot you can really do at the moment other than I, I've all I've done is slept. I've slept for hours and hours and hours. I'd wake up, do a few things and go back and sleep hours and hours more. And I think I just got I don't know if I fucked my system up doing the diet, which is completely possible if you're not dieting correctly you can you can completely fuck your system in so many different ways particularly with keto you can fuck up your electrolytes and that can make you feel sick can make you have a hard time sleeping or having a very easy time sleeping like hard time waking up i could have had the rona i don't know i don't know how i got it but you know it passed it was in my mind you know it's a possibility but i don't i don't think it was um yeah whatever it is i'm kind of getting over it now um but before i got sick I did get to watch one thing all the way through, which was I watched all of uh, Umbrella Academy, the se- season two. I watched all oh, of that. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell I, yeah, hell I, yeah. I, I binged it, and then I binged it all except for like the last two episodes, and I passed out and woke up and then watched those last two episodes. And overall, pretty good. I liked it for the most part. I, Yeah, yeah, I liked it for the most part. I don't like... Uh, they made some characters a little dumber this season, and then they made one of them really unhinged. Which was weird, and then there's some I just don't care about at all. But I, overall, I liked it. I like the, I like Umbrella Academy, man. It's a pretty good show. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I binged it all like the day it came out. It was, it was, it's a good season. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. Um, like you, I've, I've played some, some games. I, I've played some Remnant as well because it was free, and mm-hmm. uh, our good buddy Mazatron was telling us kind of about it and how it is. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to install this. And then you or yeah. you installed it. And then I installed it. However it went. Um, we ended up installing it and, and, and screwing around with it. And it's and a just, lot of fun. I like it. I can see myself playing it more. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is fun. Uh, the cool thing about that game is that um, it's, there's a lot of RNG. So the replayability makes that RNG like, you know, um, a lot more fun. You know, like you could go through and fight one boss on one file and then, like, if you help your friends out, you can fucking jump on their file, and you'll fight a completely different, you know, different boss, and you'll find different loot, and you'll, you know, obviously, with the bosses that you kill, you get different weapons, and it's it's cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, it's really really cool. Um, what else have I played? I tried out. Um, I know I, I was telling everybody to grab it while it was free. The Total War Saga Troy. Oh, Troy! Yeah, uh, I picked it up as well. Which was free for its first twenty four hours, and uh, I actually didn't realize like that it was like I, I realized it was coming out, but then when I saw like oh it's coming out tomorrow, and I looked at it, and I was like damn, I, it feels like I, it feels like it wasn't supposed to come till later in the year, and then I realized holy shit we're in August. We are later uh, in the year, my friend. <laughs> yeah, it was like god damn, what happened? And here we are. Uh, I played a little bit of that, and it was pretty fun. Um, you know, uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, the because I have the new PC, I, I like. I want to try everything now and just fucking run it at maximum capacity because I can. Yeah. And 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 it's it's cool. It's cool. Um. Um. I've worked on some D and D stuff this week. Uh. Before I got sick, so I didn't. I didn't get a whole lot done, but I did. Thank you, Jake, for that sub, that one-year sub. Enjoy your golden burger, buddy. Um, 
Oh, uh, damn, yeah. Golden Burger. Yeah. Uh, I see that. I see that little sub badge. Looks looks good. Yeah, it looks great. Uh, for those of you on YouTube that can't see this, uh, I have some awesome sub badges made by our good friend Disparity um, of different different burgers. And the very the one year one is the Golden Burger, which everybody needs a Golden Burger because it's the Burger Time Diner here at the <laughs> Clockwork Cantina. Um, no, but uh, what was I talking about? I was talking about Total War Saga, Troy. Um, yeah, free for twenty four hours, not free anymore. So you yeah, free it. for twenty four hours. You missed it. Tough shit. Yeah, should have picked it up when it was free, man. Yeah, uh, so you can't go wrong when it's free because even if it's something bad. If it's bad, you just don't play it, right? Um, right. Uh, so I hope those of you out there grab that while you could. I've messed around with that a bit. Uh, I played a little bit of the Avengers beta. Uh, oh, yeah. The PC. I didn't yeah, get to yeah, play yeah. a whole lot of it because I was, uh, like I said, guys, a lot of my gameplay this week has been I play for a few hours, then I turn really bad sick and then have to like lay down and pass the fuck out for a few hours. So I don't know. It was weird. Uh, so I didn't get to do as much with it as I wanted to, but it's fine. Um, I found it kind of enjoy. I found it enjoyable. Not, not kind of enjoyable. I enjoyed what I played of it. Um, uh, even though the, like the main hero I wanted to play, Thor's not really in it, other than like the opening little bit. Um, but I had a lot of fun uh, playing Iron Man and screwing around. So it's a lot of fun. Cool. Oh, oh, I was working on D and D stuff. That's what I was talking about. I remember now. Yeah, yeah, you were uh, talking about that. I have uh, I started working on on some some things some some mapping things. Um, didn't get to do as much of it as I wanted to, uh, but uh, you know we've made some more progress to Frozen Decimation making its return. It's coming. Can't wait. I'm excited. I love D and D, and I missed it this past little bit that we took a break. Um, uh, but man, we played for like two years with no break. That's a long time. That's actually kind of nuts. Um. Uh, thank you, Val, for the host. Um, let's see. Uh, what else? Let me check my voodoo. Have I watched anything? Any movies this week? I started watching Ratatouille, but I fell asleep. And it's not because I found the movie boring. It's because I was sick. Yeah, um, no, that's fair. I was actually... Uh, while I was watching it, the, what I did, what little bit I saw of it, I was liking. And I was kind of bummed that I was like, oh, fuck, I yeah, fell asleep dude. in the middle of this. Yeah, you you gotta save that one for when you when you can watch it, man. Because it's, it, it's yeah. I, I I really do enjoy me some Ratatouille, man. As yeah, you all know from from our previous episode, check it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I because because you praised it so much, like because yeah, and I was like, yeah. I wanted to, I want to watch it, I wanted to watch it, and I I put it on, and I just passed the fuck out. Dude, like, yeah, I love Ratatouille, man. That would that it's one of my favorite Pixar movies for sure. It's it's just a I don't know. It's just one of those movies that I that's that's fun. It's it's just good. Like just you know, check it out if you haven't seen it because it's 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 good stuff. I uh, yeah. Um. So I, what uh, else besides Ratatouille? Did you watch anything else? Uh, no, I don't think so. Umbrella Academy, Ratatouille, any other movies or shows? I'm trying to think. A lot of it has just been me turning things on and then falling asleep while they're on because I can't stay awake. Um, gotcha. I did some grocery shopping and I got a fucking tomahawk steak. And let me tell you, that thing is truly a tomahawk. I could chop somebody up with it. It is massive. 
Yeah, uh-huh. I cooked the I cooked the ribeye the other day. That shit was good as hell, man. Oh, um, earlier today I had some oven baked chicken. It was delicious. Mm. Uh, I always try to eat before cantina or on cantina. <laughs> if I don't eat before cantina, I end up eating on cantina. That's what I should say. Um, but yeah, I think that's it. That's all I got. Uh, all right. Something crops up and hits me in the head. It's like, you forgot. It. I cleaned my whole fucking house. I did that, <laughs> which is might be what made me sick. Uh, I dusted the shit out of this place. And yeah, you got to watch out. That, that dust is no, deadly. Bro. It is, bro. It is. If that, that could truly be what made me sick. I've cleaned the whole house. Um, up real nice. I've I've organized. I put out my um my Ghost of Tsushima uh mask that came with my collector's edition. I got it on display over there. It's nice. right next to my uh nice. the ma- nice. Joker's mask from Persona Five that I got with the Royal from that's Persona cool. Five Hell yeah, Royal. Dude. That's that's pretty dope. I'll take a picture of it later. I've been meaning to take pictures of all this stuff, but you know. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Um I've organized my bookshelf at the very top. I have all my D and D stuff. Uh, I got fucking uh, the Doom Hammer from fucking World of Warcraft sitting up there. Uh, I got all my yeah uh, Monopoly Star Wars. I got for Christmas is up there. Um, and Cal Kestis is sitting there. The Black Series hanging out, chilling. Yeah. Yep. 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 Um, Very cool. Very cool. All that stuff is organized now. Uh, it was good. And you know what? It felt... It sucked. <laughs> Obviously, cleaning's not fun. But man, once it was over, it was like, yeah, yeah I did it's, that. It's, Everything's yeah, organized now. Course. Thank fuck. Of course. Exactly. Uh, it's, 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 always, it's always worth it when you're done, you know? Mm-hmm. Always. Uh, it's always worth it when you're done. Definitely not a big fan of cleaning. I, I need to do laundry, too. Um. Anyway, that's all I've got. That's all I've done. That's cool, man. We can move <laughs> on to the news then. Let's hit that news. I'm afraid. All right, man. It's time for the news. Let's go, everybody. All right. So as always, we do uh, you know, gaming news. Then we move on to TV news, and then we do uh, movie news. So that those are the three main like, you know, three main news cycles we go through, and and of course we'll sprinkle in like a little. You know, other stuff in there from, from time to time that doesn't have to do with that stuff. Um, but that's usually what we go through. Um, but yeah, let's go through the uh, the video game news uh, first. Uh, our first topic uh, has to do with EA Access okay. and how EA Access for PC is coming to Steam. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. I heard about this. But not only that, they're changing the name from from EA Access instead of EA Access. They're also calling it now. They're going to be calling it EA Play. Mm. So going forward, it's going to be called EA Play instead of EA Access, which which kind of confuses me because isn't there isn't there like event where they show off their games called EA Play? Or I think there was right. They used to do it at yeah. Was wasn't it called like EA Play Live or something? Like what? Like, I could have swore it was. Also, before people judge me and be like, Josh, why are you not dieting? This is keto friendly. It's zero sugar. Okay, it's <laughs> literally flavored water, pretty much. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So so they're calling it EA Play, uh, and it's gonna soon be on Steam. Uh, obviously, the service is four ninety nine per month or twenty nine ninety nine per year. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure if there's like a 
an exact date. Uh, but all all we know is that it's coming to Steam soon. Which again, all the stuff that they're doing that that EA is doing from like putting their games back on Steam and now how going to be having EA Play on Steam and all this other stuff like you you'd think that like there's they're slowly but surely going to be phasing out origin right maybe like like what's like what what what's the purpose like what why are they finally listening to us that less launchers is better cuz i mean if that's going to what's going to happen then i'm all for it man like i just I'm just not about uh as long as I get to keep all my Sims and all my Sims expansion packs. Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean <laughs> I ideally I mean we of course I want my games as well, but I mean like <laughs> ideally like for me, like if they let us like transfer our stuff over to Steam, that'd be cool. You know? Yeah. And then like we get to keep everything we have on 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 you know origin. And then we just transfer our stuff over to Steam and, you know, we'll be good because, yeah, I just, I mean, I'll be honest. I don't really use Origin a whole lot anyway. I don't either, really. Only I when I, the, like, play The Sims or something like that, you know? I only really used it recently for, like, Battlefront 2, but, like, that's pretty much it. I don't really. I got the Mass Effects on there. I don't really use it for much else. Yeah, I mean, I, I have it for those when I, when I, whenever I'm going to, whenever I play those, but, I mean. There's just not a whole lot that I have it for, so I mean, and, and I've always been of the the mindset of like less launchers the better, you know. Oh, absolutely, man. So I mean, hopefully, like you know, this will start to you know, you know, head us towards that in that direction. Um, I still don't understand why everybody wants their own goddamn launcher nowadays. It's crazy. Bethesda has know. their own deal. Yeah, Bethesda, Rockstar, like all these. There's a bunch of them, man. There's, dude, there, there's a lot. There's, there's Steam. There's Origin. There's UPlay. There's Bnet. There's Rockstar, Epic Games. There's so many, dude. Like, why? We don't, we don't need this many, man. I don't know. But anyway, we can move on from. We can move on from that. Uh, next up, Amazon is renaming Twitch Prime to Prime Gaming. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, if if for those of you who are on Twitch a whole lot, you've probably already noticed this change because uh, it already happened. Um, but Twitch Prime is no more. Uh, they're calling it Prime Gaming uh, to fit to fit in better with the lineup of Amazon's other Prime services. Yeah. Uh, so that's 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 pretty much all all it was. It's just like a yeah. Nothing's you know, really changed other than the, yeah, yeah. Like you no, still no, get no. all it's, your benefits and yeah, everything, everything is like still that. the same. It's just they have like Prime Music and Prime Video, so they're like, well, let's just call Twitch Prime Prime Gaming. You know? So you know, make sure to hit me and Daniel with those Prime subs. Yeah, I mean, we, you should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we will definitely, we'll definitely <laughs> appreciate those. Yeah, man, hit it, go. You know, if you if you got a if you got a Prime Gaming that uh, you know you you have, and you're like, I don't know what to do with this. You can always come to our channels and, and throw them in the chat. You know. I actually rotate mine around, man. I throw mine. Who did I? I throw mine to. I think I threw mine to Hannah. Recently, I gave her my prime. Miss uh, Miss Miss Nasty Stig. Yeah, she's. I she's believe great. so. She's awesome. I try. Man. I try to rotate it around among the friends. You know, we got we got a large group of of streamers that that we hang out with and are good friends. There with. is, yeah, there is, and it's only getting uh, bigger too. Yeah, um, it is. It's kind of crazy, actually. Uh, yeah. 
So I try to rotate it around, you know, show some love to everybody. All of them are great. They're all great people. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's that's basically all it is. It's just a name change to fit in better with the rest of their stuff. Um, it's just, it, yeah, everything else. Branding. Is, yeah, just, yeah, exactly. Just keep it in line with the rest of their branding. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I just thought I'd bring that up since that was kind of a, a big change here for us. Or not a big yeah. change, but it's a, it was just a change for us on Twitch. So Something that's important to us because we, like, yeah. we like Twitch and hang out and stream here. And, yeah. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Uh, let's talk about uh, Cyberpunk 2077. A little shit Let's and uh, they recently had uh, a the, the Nightwire uh, part, you know, the Night City Wire. I forget what it's called, but the Nightwire Part Two. They recently had, um, which which I mentioned last week that they would be having on la- you know, on this past Monday, and uh, they had three little videos for us. One of them was the Life Pass video, which I think Josh already has up there. I actually have up the whole thing, and it's 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 so. Um... Oh. They've got it broken up in here. Actually, okay, cool. Yeah, nice. well, we can move on. We can if you go to the life pass because that's that's the one we're talking about here. Yeah, that's what we're at. All right, so the life pass is what we're talking about, which is pretty cool. Obviously, we have three. You know, three. Uh, you got the no. There's nomads, the street kids, and the corpo. So, so first of all, Josh, have you seen this video? The life pass. I have. I I've watched okay, this cool. uh, immediately. So, so, did you know which life path you were going to go on before this? Or did this video help you decide your decision? If I you even no have clue. a decision. I had no clue on who I wanted to go with. Um, um, and did, did this video help you decide who you wanted it, to go with? I think it has. Yeah, okay. I think okay, so. Okay, Because um, I'll tell you that I didn't. I was kind of the same. I didn't know what I wanted to do before. But this may help me decide what I want to do. And I can go first in revealing my answer because okay, I'm, I'm probably going to end up streaming this game. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go with Street Kid. You're going to go Street Kid? I'm going to go gonna Corpo. Go oh, shit. All I'm right. Go Corpo. Okay, okay. I thought Corpo looked really interesting. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Yeah. I just, to me, Street Kid looked the most interesting, like the most, the most fascinating. Like, I, like that's like in terms of like how, like how, how I think about, you know, what I want to do. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Street Kid. Uh, Josh is gonna go with Corpo, and then of course Nomad. Nomad is is intriguing because like you're not even inside the actual city; you're like outside of it in the outskirts and whatnot. Yeah. So that's that's very interesting. So I'm curious how that's gonna work and how like the story will take you from being an outsider to like into the city and all that stuff. So I think they all have like their little interesting little like tidbits of information here that like. You could see how you know how 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 I just think it's cool how different each of the stories are, you know. Yeah, like, you meet no all ma- these different characters too. Yeah, yeah. No matter like which which uh, which life path you go on, it's it's gonna be I, I think they're all gonna be pretty cool in some way or another. Um, so yeah, like you know, obviously nomads outside of the city, street kids, you're in the city, but like if you're doing corporal, you're just gonna be like all up in the. Uh, you know, the whole corporate side of things with you. You're like inside the buildings, you know, like, you know, you know, who's the higher up, you know, who's this and who's that and what to do in this certain situations and whatnot. So I feel like 
yeah, I don't know. It, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be neat, man. It's it's gonna be really cool watching everybody's different playthroughs and 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 like which life path they chose and whatnot. So I'm you know it'll be this is probably gonna be one of those games that yeah it'll be, it'll be definitely fun to see what other people you know. Yeah, I'm gonna play this play multiple times. Like it's gonna be crazy. Um, yeah, yeah. For for uh, my uh, for my first playthrough, definitely going Street Kid though. Go ahead. Have you thought about um? I don't think we're going to talk about it in this trailer, but have you thought about how what kind of play style you're going to do? Are you going to be like a shooty or like a oh. hacker or like a melee kind of person? Because I'll probably I, lean melee. I'll be honest. I'll probably lean melee. I I can't resist it. When there's a lot of cool weapons in the game, I can't not use them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I it, like they give you all these, like, later, like, I, I once this is over, which it's about to be over here, we're going to watch the Tools of Destruction one, which... That one. Here we are. Yeah, Tools of Destruction. So it's it's a nice little segue into that one. Because there's a lot of cool shit in this, right? There's a lot of cool weapons. I I feel like it would be kind of satisfying to be like the hacker whatever playthrough person. Mm-hmm. But I just I wouldn't be able to do it, man. I just I I I <laughs> I enjoy killing NPCs and fucking random <laughs> random characters too much, dude. I can't look out, I, Co. He's coming for you. Oh <laughs> shit! No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not gonna kill. I mean, if I don't have to, you know, if I don't have to, I'm not gonna kill Jesse or Co. or any of these like cool people we know. You know, they're gonna drop legendary weapons, so you're gonna have to. No, I, have no I mean, that would be I, funny though. Well, if that case, and I'm sorry, Co. You're going. <laughs> you're gonna uh, die. <laughs> no, no, no. But but I mean, look at all these cool weapons. There's like different 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 categories there's like tech weapons there's like there's all this cool stuff like i like again like it's cool that's why i think this game is is really cool because you can play any style that you want to um mm-hmm. like i'm gonna go with the weapons route obviously because i just again i i if, if they give you all these cool weapons i can't not i can't not use them you know what i mean oh i definitely um, want to use these smart weapons though they look however cool. yeah however I will definitely be interested in watching someone else's gameplay when they turn into Hacker Man. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'll probably end up watching somebody else's playthrough as they, you know, be a hacker man or lady or whatever. Um, but yeah, no, this, these, like, all these weapons are cool, man. The smart weapons where you have, you don't even have to aim at the person. You shoot off to the side and they like swerves and hits them somehow. Look at this katana, dude. I mean, that looks fucking yeah. badass, dude. Yep. Yeah, I can see why Josh wants to go melee, um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna. I really don't know. I'm. I'm I just. I, I like to do a mix of different things. I never really like to stick to just one thing. Like, I like to do a little bit of everything. Like, I'll. I'll like, for the most part, I'm very like run and gun type type mm-hmm. of type of person. But I will like stealth from time to time. And I want to you know. go with the gorilla arms and just beat people to death with them. Dude, you will fucking absolutely destroy people with those things man fucking gorilla arms are nuts man it's cool that shit's crazy but yeah so and then they released another video but it's 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 for like the the music of samurai and stuff which it'd be cool but like since it's primarily based on music i would recommend you guys just checking that out yourselves yeah um because we don't we don't really play these videos with sound on here so you know for obvious reasons so I would recommend just checking that on your own if you haven't seen it already. The music it is worth cool. a watch because it's like a yeah. it's a raw look at how they do it, right? He's yeah, like, I like, don't like like they got a dude back there that's like, I don't I don't like that. Well, that it, was not it's like, bad, but it wasn't good. 
It was pretty. Yeah, funny. it's it's a dude. It's like an actual band coming up with music for the game, uh, and then like the the main like uh, fucking um, what is it the um the like the front liner dude like the, the singer dude is like yo I'm not even a video game person so I don't even know how much of an impact this is gonna make or whatever and it's mm-hmm. a, it was just cool to watch so I would I would definitely recommend uh, checking it out. Uh, because it, it it is a little fascinating, a little behind the scenes look at how they like come up with music for video games and stuff. So. And they did release one of the tracks, I think, on Spotify as well. They, like after they did, uh, they did, yeah, yeah, chipping in. Which I still haven't listened to yet. I don't. Uh, I, I keep planning to, but I forget. They actually have a few songs released. They have chipping in, never fade away, a like sound, a like supreme. Um, so check them out. I think they're yeah, like Josh said, they're on Spotify. So. I haven't actually listened to the songs either myself from beginning to end, but I obviously we heard a little bit of of them in that video. So uh, yeah, again, just check them out if you haven't. It's, it's interesting stuff. Hell yeah! Fucking manis blades. Right, those things will fuck you up. Choppy choppy. There's the gorilla arm. So oh, yeah. Kapoom. Right in the face. All right, bud. What All right, moving here? on. We have another game delay. Uh, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2 has been delayed to 2021. Uh, All right. So that's another game that has been pushed back, as, as many things have been pushed back this year. Um, they put out a little, uh, a, little, a little image on the Twitter that says, uh, we are moving the launch of... Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2 to 2021. Our goal has always been to deliver the best game possible, to immerse you into a Seattle reimagined in the world of darkness, and deliver a worthy successor to the original Bloodlines game. Due to the quality bar and ambitions we have set for ourselves, we have made the difficult decision that we need more time. This means that our goal to release in 2020 is no longer possible. Moving launch is one of the changes we are making to ensure the best player experience possible. Uh, this is not a decision taken lightly. Nor is it the first option we considered. We will share more information in the coming months on launch timing and other organizational changes that will help us achieve this goal. We understand that this will be disappointing to many of you, but we also appreciate how our ambition is echoed through many parts of the community. We hope you understand that, while difficult, this is the right call. We thank you for your patience while we continue to build Bloodlines 2. So that was a little message they put out for, uh, for delaying the game. Uh, as I always say, uh, a delayed game that turns out good is a far better thing to happen to your, you know, to you than a rushed early pile of garbage. So mm-hmm. uh, they, they, you know, take, I, I would say take all the time they need because as somebody who's never played the first Bloodlines game, because I never played it, but I was watching... Like with each trailer that they came out for this game, I got more and more interested for it. Like I'm actually pretty, I'm actually looking forward to this game. I think because it, like every, like I said, at each time they've released like new footage for it, like like in terms of like trailers and stuff, I've been more and more excited from it. Like it looks, it looks good. So I mean, I hope that they can, you know, that that this delay means that they're actually gonna like you know pull it off and 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 you know do what they want to do because it looks from what i've seen it looks awesome yeah yeah i um 
I love the last few years where people are like, yeah, we're delaying our game. And people are like, yeah, fine. That's cool. Do that, man. And make something really good. I remember before that, people were just mean. They were mean when people delayed games. They were just terrible to them. Sent them ugly, hateful messages. And I'm sure they still probably get some of those. But man, the last few years, uh, we've really kind of turned a corner on, yeah, this is getting delayed. Hey, that's cool, man. Make it as best as you possibly can because we want something good. You know, so I'm, I, Am I a little disappointed? Of course, I want to play it. Am I? Is it going to ruin it for me? Absolutely not, because they're going to make this game amazing. But the more time they have, the better it'll be. Exactly. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. All right. Moving on. Uh, the Xbox Series X launches in November. Uh, let's see, we have... More than 50 games are planned to launch this year across generations, optimized for the series, Xbox Series X, says Microsoft. Uh, another previous 40 games will be optimized for the new platform. Well, many of these will be available for Microsoft platforms as well. Uh, they have timed exclusives, uh, which are planned for the Series X's launch, uh, also in their inclusion in the Xbox Game Pass. Um, but yeah, we kind of have a release date, which... This makes sense that it would be November because, like, I feel like anytime somebody's like coming this holiday season, it's always November, right? Because, like, mm-hmm. you want to do it right before Christmas, right? Or, and, and, and all that, all those other holidays in, you know, in December. And, like, it, it just makes sense. Like, like, I, I, even like before this, I always just, like, I always figured it would be November. Like, it's like, didn't the, the PS4 and, and, and what was it the Xbox One come out in November also? Like, it just, it, it it's always gonna be November, man. It's always gonna be November, right? Right before the holiday season, man. That that it, to me, it just yeah, like duh, obviously, man. Yep, it's the same for like WoW expansions too, man. They, a lot of them dropping like those that month, November. Yeah, there's always a lot of stuff coming out in November. Um, what else we got here? Oh, we we have some we have we have some absolutely devastating news here. That I think is going to absolutely break Josh here because I think he's going to be real sad, real, real sad about kill. this one right here. It's going to kill me. It's going to kill me. <laughs> oh man, another game has been delayed, man. Halo Infinite has been delayed to 2021. No! Oh god! Oh god! I, oh, no! God, no. Oh, Josh cannot, cannot take it. I can't believe it. Oh fuck <laughs> me! What am I going to do? For those who don't know, it's a it's an ongoing joke that we do every time we bring up mm-hmm. Halo. That Josh is not the biggest Halo person. He thinks it's pretty uh, pretty overrated to say the least. Yeah, and uh, and uh, <laughs> you know that th- it's just a joke that we do every time we talk about Halo. But Halo Infinite has been delayed to 2021, and here's what they had to say about it: uh, the decision to shift our release is the result of multiple factors that have been con- that have contributed to development challenges, including the ongoing COVID-related impacts affecting us all year. Uh, Chris Lee explained on Twitter, I want to acknowledge the hard work from our team at 343 Industries, who have remained committed to making a great game and finding solutions to our development challenges. However, it is not suitable for the well-being of our team or overall success of the game to ship it this holiday. Uh, Halo Infinite obviously was supposed to be like the headlining game for this new Xbox. So mm-hmm. while while I applaud their decision not to give you know extra pressure to the team for crunch time and all that other bullshit that happens in gaming, 
I kind of don't see the point in anyone buying an Xbox. Like, yeah. w- like Halo has always been like the big uh, draw for Xbox, right? What what is gonna be your big like? Why 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 are you gonna tell everybody to buy an Xbox now if you don't even have Halo at launch? Oh, like look, what other games are there? Like like what other games do do Xbox players play? Like every everything that they that they have is also on PC. You know what I mean? Like all their games are also on the the Game Pass, so you can play them on PC. There's there isn't really that many exclusives. So like what what's what's what are you gonna what are you getting in a, a fucking Xbox for then? That's just oh. how I feel about it. So I I I kind of feel like they're kind of in a they're they're gonna be in a tough spot, man. Because I feel like obviously the Xbox purists and loyalists are gonna fucking buy an Xbox, but to everybody else who's like, you know, let's say somebody who who's bought like every console each generation, they're like, do I even need to get an Xbox this time around, or or like somebody? I heard a, Go ahead. A, a funny. Uh... Well, I was watching throughout frames and they were talking about it and they were talking about how m- maybe this is the last Xbox ever, right? Like the, that they ever do and that they move straight over to just doing the Game Pass stuff because because Game Pass the Xbox Game Pass is just nuts, right? Like what you get for such a low price is kind of insane. And they were talking about how crazy it would be. If like you saw the Xbox Game Pass, but you saw it on the next PlayStation, <laughs> and I thought that was so interesting and, and weird yeah. to talk about, and uh, yeah, that'd be, that'd uh, be nuts. Yeah, um, because it really does feel because watching the PlayStation, PS Five, and, and the next Xbox, and you and you look at their marketing, right? Yeah, PlayStation is like coming out swinging, trying to do like some console war type stuff. Xbox yeah. is just kind of like, eh. We can <laughs> Xbox Game Pass. Everything we got there, you can play it however you want. You know, yeah. it's like uh, that's exactly how the Drop Frame guy said it, and it's like a very, very interesting way to look at it. Um, so I don't know really in this November if there's going to be any reason to to buy the new Xbox. Uh, I, I, you know, uh, unless they they come out with something that's like here's this, it'll be here, blah, 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 like yeah, because I mean it's not like they're coming they're, like they already came out with another Gears of War. It was like last year, right, or something like that. Yeah. So it's like they they don't have any other. I just don't know like what's what's another like flagship series of theirs that like they are like yo this is like a console this this is why you buy an xbox you know for most people that's what halo is but now they're not even doing that for you know for this generation to to, to launch you know what i mean so i just as of right now i can't really think of a reason why anybody would want to buy an xbox because all because you have the game pass and everything's on pc they have no halo to launch with I just, all I can I, think of is if, if if somebody doesn't have a PC. Like that's all I can literally think of. I guess you know if, and... if they don't want to buy a PC and and you know for whatever reason you don't want a PS4 or a PS5. My bad. You're gonna get an Xbox Series X or whatever. Or, or I I could just see like I could just see like those like moms that are like going to the fucking Walmart or Target or whatever, and they're like, oh, I want. Uh, little Timmy wants an uh, 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 a what now? Huh? Oh, an Xbox. Oh, well, little Timmy wants an Xbox, 
and you know, like whatever, like little Timmy's gonna get himself an Xbox Series X because you know his mom, you know, don't want to get him a PS5 or something. I mean, the game, like you know, you get you an Xbox and you get a Game Pass, and you kind of have like a little bit of a game library right off the bat, like without having to spend a big ch- extra chunk. Yeah, of games, I, guess. I so suppose. That's, I, that's I suppose. literally the only thing I can think of. Like that's that's like the only thing, and like. That's, that's for people like us, people for like for like us, like me and you, that doesn't mean anything, right? Because we have PCs yeah. and we can get the Xbox Game Pass on here if we want it. And, yeah, yeah, and, exactly. and you know, everything that's on Xbox is on PC anyway. So an Xbox yeah. doesn't appeal to me, right? So right. Um, at least unless they come out with something like this big exclusive thing, which they don't, Microsoft doesn't do. They just don't because they don't have to, right? Like they've they've got two platforms. They got the Xbox and they got the fucking you know, everybody that's got a fucking PC, let's put it on there. We'll double dip. We'll get all the monies. Right. And 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 they're making all the monies off the Game Pass because people on the PC are also using the Game Pass. I'm using the Game Pass. There's things on the Game Pass I want to play. So I have it. And it's five bucks a month. And that first month's a dollar. It's kind of hard to pass up, to be honest. Um, But come, come November, there's going to be no reason for me to get an Xbox because I don't need one. Yeah. <laughs> So I don't know. I don't know. Alrighty then. We can move on from that little conversation. Uh, interesting conversation for sure. Yeah, it is. No, it is for sure. We'll have, we're have. we actually going to have another really interesting conversation coming up too, I think. But uh, the next thing coming up here is uh, Flinter Cell's Sam Fisher is coming to Rainbow Six Siege. So uh, they've been doing everything with Sam Fisher other than giving him another Splinter Cell game. <laughs> God damn it, you beat me to the, the joke. The, I mean, it's true. They put him in that one, like, what is it, the mobile game that like they, that they had? Or, like the Why won't they give Sam his own game anymore? What the fuck's wrong with these people? I don't know. It's a good question, man. They've been putting him in all this other stuff, except for fucking giving him his own game. But here's a little trailer for Siege. I don't know why, dude. I don't know why they have just, like, they're like, all right, let's put him in everything. But we still ain't gonna make another game for him. That's weird. That's it weird. Is. Dude doesn't even look like the Sam Fisher I know. <laughs> He's an older dude, by the looks of it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll be, I'll be, it'll be interesting to see how he plays in this game because Siege is obviously is a, you know, a certain type of game. Uh, I imagine he's going to be a stealthy dude, of course. He's going to have like stealth-like abilities or whatnot. But I don't know. I'm, I'll be curious to see how he plays. Honestly, I haven't played Siege in forever either, though. So, but uh, I'm, I have it, but I'm not very good at it. <laughs> I I used to be pretty decent at it, but I just haven't played it. I just don't play it that much anymore, so I'm kind of kind of kind of falling off of it, you know, a little bit. But uh, but I still think it's cool that they're adding him to the game. I just yeah. I just yeah the 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 question of why they haven't given him his own game like. That's so bizarre, dude. That's so bizarre. Especially because, like, early in the Splinter Cell days, they that was like a console buying game. I felt like I felt like they pushed those Splinter Cell games. Got almost at Siphon Filter, which is fucking PlayStation. Holy shit, that would have been bad. Um, <laughs> uh, those Splinter Cell games. Uh, I remember them being everywhere for a long period of time, and then now they've. They've gone dark, I guess, just like the fucking what they're supposed to be. Oh, so th- there were some YouTube comments saying, at this rate, Sam Fisher is going to be featured in every single Ubisoft game except for his own. 
said, and, and then another, and then somebody else said, "Raving Rabbids versus Sam Fisher DLC." Anyone? He's gonna be in so, the new Assassin's Creed too, man. He's gonna be there, I guarantee. Yeah, he's, he's, gonna, he's gonna be in everything except for fucking another another damn Splinter Cell, dude. But uh, anyway, by, by the time they put him in his own game, he's gonna have a walker. He's gonna have <laughs> built-in machine guns. He's gonna go rolling around in a wheelchair shooting rockets. He's gonna look like a Bond villain. Fucking Grandpa Fisher over there. Oh my goodness, seriously. Uh, anyway. Anyway, the last thing that I have here is something that is pretty uh pretty nuts. Uh, yeah. Epic Games has sued Apple and Google after Fortnite was pulled from the App Store. Yeah. So Fortnite developer Epic Games is suing Apple after it was removed uh last Thursday from the Apple Store. Uh, on Thursday morning. Epic implemented a way to purchase new V-Bucks, the game's currency. Uh, and then what's like pretty nuts is I don't know, did you watch that little video that they put out? Oh, the little the little mocking trailer thing? Yeah. That video? Yes, I did. That was that was that was pretty nuts, dude. Yeah, like, I did. It's crazy like how soon they had it. And like I think it's I think it's pretty interesting how like people are like are saying this is like a whole publicity stunt i don't think this is a publicity stunt dude like they're they're fucking like they're fucking going to war over here man like i think i think this has been a long time coming yeah uh uh, it's gonna be interesting to see the the outcome of this of these cases could fucking very well change quite a few things yeah that that's why i thought it was important to bring up because like i don't i'll be honest i don't give a shit about fortnite i don't I, i i i could care less but this whole thing, like Epic versus, you know, Google and and Apple, is 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 gonna be, uh, it, it's gonna be interesting, man. Like I I don't know, yeah. Like Josh said, the 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 events that unfold in this and like the outcome, like it it it'll be, it's gonna be. I feel like it it's gonna be like important to keep an eye on what goes on with this stuff because yeah, there could be some really uh, some really uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what could happen. So, some, some, some shit could change from this. You know what I mean? So that's why it's, it's, it's pretty, you know, pretty important to keep an eye on it. But uh, there's a little, little video if you want to put it up, Josh. It's called 1980 Fortnite. So it's basically a like a. How do I want to? It's, it's like a. It's, it's very similar to what Apple did in 1984 uh, to fight, you know, IBM. Uh, so now Epic is doing the same thing to uh, to Apple, which you know, it's like the uh, the the good old the good old quote from the Dark Knight, man. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. you uh, you either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain, right? Yeah, well, that's and crazy. They, and there you go, man. Hashtag, Hashtag free, for- free Fortnite. Free Fortnite. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, uh that's, that's that's gonna be nuts, man. So yeah, I mean I, I don't again I don't know, man. I I don't know what what's what's gonna result of this, but it's it's gonna be the outcome is, is definitely gonna change some stuff, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, it will, that's for sure. It's just it's it's just crazy to me that like they like pretty much Yeah, uh, another thing that goes to what you were saying, because they have this video like like ready to go 
is that it, I think it attributes to you know it adds into what you were saying, Josh, that they was a long time coming, man. Because oh yeah, they they were ready to go. They was ready to go with that video, man. They just pulled it out out of nowhere, dude. Like it's yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. It, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be nuts. Um, it's gonna be nuts. So on Reddit, by the way, somebody on here did a uh, TLDR and they looked through both of these. Um, cases that they have filed here and they, and, uh-huh. they, and they put it down into some nice little bullet points and I'm just going to read a few of them here. Yeah, go for it. Um, what was it? They were 60 pages of relatively easy, uh, boring, but repetitive and repetitive reading. Um, the person that, that marked these bullet points isn't a lawyer or anything, but here's what they put in here. They said both suits are being done with the help of two of the largest law firms in the United States and Epic is clearly prepared to spend a lot of money on this, which they've got it. Um. Uh, both, uh, both, uh, both of the cases start with a short story about how the company started up as small underdogs with noble intents. Google's motto was "Don't be evil," and Apple's crusade against IBM's computer monopoly with the 1984 ad. Mm-hmm. Then goes on to mention how both companies are now leaders in their industries. In the Apple case, Epic makes a clear case. Apple only allows users to purchase apps from their app store and make in-app purchases with the app with Apple's payment processor. This harms the user, but also the developer. Apple takes a 30% tax cut on both app store purchases and any in-app purchases. Apple does not allow developers to distribute apps via any other platform than the app store or use any other payment processor for in-app purchases than Apple's. In this way, Epic claims that Apple maintains a monopoly on the iOS device family. They compare that they compare that to how the Mac allows users and devs to distribute and download freely. Epic claims that the average fee for other payment payment platforms is three percent, one tenth of Apple's tax. Back to Google. Epic claims that Google has been working for years to make Android more and more of a closed ecosystem. In their words, Google has eliminated competition in the distribution of Android apps using myriad contractual and technical barriers. It seems that Epic is a lot more vague with Google's case than with Apple's. Some details Mm -hmm. come later on. It's a lot shorter on details of any kind. Note that Fortnite was initially not released on Apple via the Play Store. Epic moved it there later. On Android, you can actually download the app from other stores or directly from a website. In both cases, Epic calls Fortnite a global cultural phenomenon, which even though I'm not a fan of it, I do kind of agree with. because Of, it, of course. of co- I mean, you can't um, deny that this fucking, it was one of the most popular games of the past couple of years. I mean, come on now. And mentions it's 350 million downloads. Epic mentions the antitrust suits that opened the Windows PC platform up for other developers. Epic compares that to how Android and iOS phones are now so essential to people's everyday lives and that they, like the Windows PC, must allow competition on their platforms. Epic recalls how it tried to strike a deal with OnePlus to have the Epic Store pre-installed on their phones, but Google blocked it. They then mm-hmm. mention that Google themselves negotiates with all who want to use the Android to have their phones come pre-installed with Play Store and other Google apps like YouTube and Gmail. Apparently, if you want to advertise your app via Google products like YouTube, you must then only sell that app via the Play Store. 
LG told Epic that their contract with Google did not allow them to distribute apps via other platforms than the Play Store. If you try to install an app via a website download, you will then have to change your phone settings and click through warnings. The apps also cannot be uh, also cannot update in the background. Epic does not seek any payment for damages or similar in any of these cases. Epic claims only to be interested in a, in an order to both companies to end their monopolistic practices. So that's a thing. That's a thing. That I is remember, a thing. Uh, yeah, I mean that's a hell that's a hell of a thing, man. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I mean uh, it's. It's it's gonna be nuts, dude. Um, it, it'll be something that I definitely keep an eye on. Uh, I don't know how much and I've I don't know how much you're gonna be like. Oh, I'm super it. interested in it, but, but especially it's, because yeah, it's, you know, Google's ahead. been fined over in Europe many times for antitrust shit. So, you know, we'll we'll see. I'm, I'll I will watch this with great interest. Right? <laughs> exactly. It's 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 it's, it's gonna be fascinating stuff, man. Because I, who, I mean, Epic is literally taking taking on Apple and Google, so it's 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 nothing to uh, like like they were like like that uh, person was saying and that Josh was was reading out like Epic is not afraid to spend money on this. They have the money if they hire like two of the biggest, you know, some of the most major like law firms or whatever. Then they're 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 you know. They're going to war, man. Like they're they're ready. They're ready for this. Like they're they don't care. It's it's not about the money for them. You know what I mean? Because you know they have plenty of that stuff. So yeah, yeah it's, I mean, it's it's times like this. I wish I was more educated in law, just in general. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah just so sure. I could understand and like get a good gauge of how this might play out. Instead, mm-hmm. I'm having to read somebody else's things, and I'm super fascinated by it all. Right? Like it's just because the consequences of it could be amazing. But also seeing how it plays out could also be amazing. So, um, yeah, I don't know. We'll just we'll have to wait and see, dude. I mean, honestly, we're just, it's just going to be a, a waiting game to see what happens with this stuff. So, plus, it's fun to watch billionaires fight with each other. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh man! But anyway, that's uh, all I got. That's all I have for uh, for video game news. All right. Well, I don't really see much of anything else all right um so we can move on if you want to head on over to the tv news yep this is where we move on to the tv news everybody so let's let's go ahead and move on to that all right so first up we have some uh disney plus rogue one cassian andor prequel show news uh we have another person who's been cast uh Adria Arjona has been cast in uh, the Rogue One prequel Cassian Endor K2SO show. Uh, So Adria Arjona, she's been in a few things. She has been in Pacific Rim Uprising. She's been in Emerald City. She's been in True Detective. she well, we were just talking about Fortnite. She is the voice of a character called Ramirez in Fortnite. Oh, uh, she was in Narcos. She was in an episode of Narcos. So she's been in a few things, man. She's been in uh, quite a few stuff: Narcos, True Detective, that's cool. Emerald, Emerald City, Fortnite, Pacific Rim. She was in that movie Triple Frontier, the Netflix one, which I still haven't seen. 
She was in that. She was also in the Good Omens, which I haven't seen yet either, but I want to check out because I heard it was a pretty good miniseries. So she was in Good Omens. She was in uh, Six Underworld Underground. My bad. Uh, she's also in the upcoming Morbius movie. So she's she's kind of low key been in a bunch of stuff, man. Yeah, she got some. She got some bona fide days. Yeah, she's got a she's got a little little resume building up there in terms of uh, you know acting in her acting career. Uh, but uh, yeah, so she's gonna be in the new the new Cassie and Endor show. Uh, obviously, we don't know who she's playing yet, but she is now confirmed. Well, you know, not confirmed, but like ho- this is this is the Hollywood Reporter, uh, you know, reporting here, and they're usually pretty accurate. So, uh, she's joining Alan Tudyk and Diego Luna in in the show. So, uh, yeah, there's there is no there is no. Uh, information about what character or like you know what i would am- i want to say she's either like she's maybe like a fucking cassie and andor's like love interest or something maybe maybe i don't know that, that's that, if i had to guess that's probably what i would what i would say or maybe she's like one of his like earlier rebel friends or something like before you know rogue one or something i don't know we'll have to wait and see man we'll have to wait and see but uh, i think it's cool they cast another uh, another Latina lady on 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 onto uh, into Star Wars and into the show because I mean it, honestly it's just cool to get news in general about this show because like, yeah. like we don't know shit about this really man no we haven't even there's not even like a trailer or we don't anything. have a, we don't we don't have a title we keep calling it the fucking Rogue One prequel or the which isn't that crazy to even say the Rogue One prequel like what the fuck but anyway uh. Yeah, I I hope that we'll get more Star Wars news here soon ish, because uh, for those who who may who may or may not know, uh, Star Wars Celebration was supposed to take place this month, uh, but since you know the whole end of the world pandemic deal, uh, it's not happening obviously. So I have a feeling that they had some stuff planned. Uh, you know, announcement wise and trailer wise and that kind of stuff. So hopefully we'll get a Mandalorian season two trailer here soon. And uh, a couple other things that, you know, we don't really know about yet. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping we get some more star Wars news here soonish because we were supposed to have celebration this month. We were supposed to have celebration this month. Uh, it was supposed to take place. Um, over here in Anaheim where I'm at or closer to where I'm at. But it was supposed to be, um, if I'm not mistaken, it was going to take place on the 18th to the 21st. So that was just going to be in a few days here, honestly, this upcoming yeah. this upcoming week. So hopefully this upcoming week or within the next, next two weeks. Next cantina, man. You get yeah, hopefully. hopefully we'll, we'll, yeah, hope, yeah, honestly, hopefully next next week. On our 50th episode, we'll have some, some cool stuff. Oh, wouldn't worship. that be fucking bomb? That'd that would be, awesome. be legit, right? That'd be awesome. Yeah. Anyway, so that's that. Yeah, anyway, hopefully we get some Star Wars news, but uh, yeah. Uh, moving on. Uh, we have some pretty, uh, I would say, disconcerting news about the Avatar: The Last Airbender live-action adaptation. Uh, the the creators Michael DiMartino and Brian Konietzko have departed the live-action series. Over creative 
differences. This would be a good time for Josh to play like a boo sound effect or like a you know a little some some. Um, uh, but uh, you can have an air horn, I guess. That's all I got. No man, not an air horn. This is good news. This is not good news. Damn it! It's 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 it's, it's what I have, man. I gotta use my god. They're leaving the adaptation, man. The, the the creators are leaving the live action adaptation. Yeah, this this is not bode well for me. I'm I'm not. Uh, nah. This 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 definitely makes me less excited. I'll still check it out, obviously, but like, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. Here's the, here's my feelings on this. Right. Go for it. Yeah, go for it. My feelings are: I already got the most perfect thing I could ever want. I got the animated series, uh, and I don't. I, so I'm. I don't need this. I don't need this, so I have a hard time actually caring about it because I don't care if it exists. I I don't give a fuck if it exists because it's not going to impact my love of that series because I, I honestly, uh, watching this in live action, probably not going to make me fall in love with it again. I'm already in love with it. So, That's fair. You know, plus, like, yeah. I, also, I forgot it was even happening, to be honest. And um, I... I have I have heard like some people say that oh why didn't they just make another uh, like a like a more adult uh continuation of, of 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 Avatar or something you know like in like animated form or whatever you know instead of doing a live action remake of of the of the show but um I mean I don't know for me it's just a thing of like they're doing it anyway so why not like keep the people who why not keep the creators on board who like fucking made the thing? It's just I don't know, man. It's, it just it, it doesn't bode well for me. I'm, it definitely brings my excitement level. It brings my like level of like uh, what's the proper word here? Like interest. It, it brings my interest down for sure. Um, but I'm gonna read off a little open letter that the that the creators uh, wrote here. Um, this is from the from Michael DiBartino. He wrote an open letter saying, many of you have been asking me for updates about the Avatar live action Netflix series. I can finally tell you that I am no longer involved with the project. In June of this year, after two years of development work, Brian and I made the difficult decision to leave the production. When Brian and I signed on to the project in 2018, we were hired as executive producers and showrunners. In a joint announcement for the series, Netflix said that it was committed to honoring our vision for this retelling and to support us on creating the series. And we expressed how excited we were for the opportunity to be at the helm. Unfortunately, things did not go as we had hoped. Look, things happen. Productions are challenging. Unforeseen events arise. Plans have to change. And when those things have happened at other points during my career, I, like, I try to be like an air nomad and adapt. I do, I do my best to go with the flow and no matter what obstacles put in my way. But even an air nomad knows when it's time to cut their losses and move on. I tried to reevaluate what is truly important in my life and what I want to do with what's left of it. I took some advice from Uncle Iroh. I looked inward and started asking myself the big question, who are you and what do you want to do? I sought wisdom from stoic philosophers who were big on differentiating between what is under control and what is not. I realized that I couldn't control the creative decision of the series, but I could control how I responded. So I chose to leave the project. It was the hardest professional decision I've ever had to make, and certainly not one that I took lightly, but it was necessary for my happiness and creative integrity. And who knows, Netflix added live-action adaptation of Avatar has the potential to be good. It might turn out to be a show many of you end up enjoying. But what I can say, but what I can be certain about is that whatever version ends up on screen, it will not be what Brian and I had envisioned or intended to make. I also want to be clear that this doesn't mean the end of my involvement in the Avatar universe. These stories and characters are important to me, and the renewed interest and excitement in Avatar and Korra has been inspiring to see. 
Writing this letter has left me with a very heavy heart. I know many of you will be disappointed and frustrated by this news. I get it. I share your disappointment and frustration. I also recognize this creative setback is small compared to the problems you're facing in society right now. Thankfully, Iro offered me some wisdom for that too. Sometimes life is like a dark tunnel. You can you can't always see the light at the end of the tunnel, but if you keep moving, you will come to a better place. We may all keep moving and come to a better place. Thanks for reading for your continued enthusiasm for the Avatar universe. With gratitude, Michael Dante DiMartino. Well, that was a lot of reading, but that's that was his letter to uh, mm-hmm. to the fans of the Last Airbender. So, so yeah, um, yeah, they're they're not the creators are not involved anymore. Whatever whatever Netflix is doing is not their vision, which we already found out. Josh doesn't really care about, but I I'll be I'll be I don't know I'm I'm still gonna check it out just to see how it is, what they do. But uh, I mean, this definitely, definitely wanes my interest like 100. percent So yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I another thing is like I'm very attached to the original series, right? Like, um, just the animated series. Like, you know, I wasn't big in the core. I tried, and I just didn't like it. And so I think that's why I just don't really care about the Netflix thing either. It's like. I, that, that's probably I'm not, probably not gonna get attached to that either, you know. I just I love the original one so much, and I don't think it'll be able to grab me. And, uh, and from the way it sounds, it's definitely not going to now for sure. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Well, anyway, moving on. I, I never wanted to be bad because I want people to be happy. So. Did, did did you ever care about the Fresh Prince of Bel Air? You know, I'm, I I it was a strange time where I wasn't watching a lot of TV, so I didn't watch it a lot. But I think it's you know, I think it's it's cool. They're well. The only reason I bring it up is because they're doing a reboot. It's in the works, and Will Smith is attached as an executive producer. So the Fresh Prince of Bel Air is a reboot is in the works. Uh, they're just gonna call it. Uh, or, or actually, hold on. It is based on Morgan Cooper's viral video that reimagined the NBC comedy series as a drama titled Bel Air. Uh, the trailer, which Cooper posted online last year, has racked up over 5 million views on YouTube alone. Uh, Cooper is attached to co write and direct the project and also serve as a co executive producer. Chris Collins will serve as a showrunner. Uh, an executive producer in addition to co-writing the script with Cooper and Smith will produce via Westbrook studios along with uh, a couple other people. Uh, the, the original Fresh Prince of Bel-Air ran from 1990 to 1996 for six seasons, just shy of 150 episodes. Uh, this was the show that made Will Smith, Will Smith. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, got him in stuff like Independence Day and Men in Black and Bad Boys and all that other stuff he's been in. So, yeah, I, I, I also, um, never really watched this. I don't know. It was just one of those shows that like everybody watched, and I just, I just never did for whatever reason. I don't even know why. I just, I was just watching the other stuff. I think you know, honestly, it's not yeah. that I like never really. It's not that I like didn't like it or anything. I just, I was just watching other stuff. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this was in my. This was in my I'm watching cartoons a lot phase. Yeah, right? yeah. From, uh, same here. Same here. Yeah, yeah. I know. Like, like the show started in 1990. 
Yeah, right? ninety so, to ninety to ninety six. So it was like six. Yeah, six. six I was years. so young, and and then like, you know, if I'd been like a few years older, maybe. Yeah, I, I, been into I, I would say the same for me. Yeah, I'm pretty much all there with you, hundred percent with that. But you know, I was, I was. I was too. I was too busy watching, yeah, like like fucking Angry Beavers and Batman the Animated Series and fucking a bunch of other shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyway, as a kid, I wasn't interested in live action shows. What are those? (laughs) You know. Yeah. Uh, Bring on the Dragon Ball Z Kamehameha for like six episodes. You know. Yeah. Uh, Anyway. Uh, Star Wars, or there's gonna be guess what? There's gonna be a new fucking ho- Star Wars holiday special on Disney Plus. Oh, However, Jesus. the twist is that it's gonna be a a Lego ho- Lego Star Wars holiday special. Oh, I thought you were gonna say the twist is it's gonna be good this time. No, I mean <laughs> fucking let's let's hope, dude. <laughs> let's hope. No, it's 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 gonna be the Lego Star Wars holiday special. That's a good. It's gonna be, it's gonna be streaming on the on Disney Plus on November seventeenth. And it's set after the events of the Rise of Skywalker. Uh, the special continues the partnership between Lucasfilm and Lego. Uh, it's a forty-five minute special uh, that will follow. Oh well, here we go. That will follow Rey on her investigation of the Force launches her and BB-8 across the history of the Skywalker saga as Finn, Poe, Rose, and Chewie prepare for the Star Wars Holiday Life Day on Chewie's home planet of Kashyyyk. So. There you go. We have a little bit of uh, a little bit of what's going on here. I mean, listen, th- 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 this can't be worse than the fucking than the original holiday special, you know. Yeah. So even if you don't really care about Lego, like th- this can't be worse than the other one. I, yeah, I, at least can't, I think. can't can't be much worse than those movies either. <laughs> I mean, hey, dude. Yeah, uh, uh, we're not. We're, no, we're just gonna that, move right that, on that's, past that. That's, that's, that's for, another episode. That's, that's <laughs> another. That's another episode of this podcast that we will do eventually. Because trust me, we've been we've been talking about we've been teasing that forever. I, we need to like actually figure out what we're gonna do that. Because yeah. I uh, I definitely have have a lot to say on that one. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, yeah. So I think that's pretty cool. And then. Here, here's something that's not so much a news story, but I thought it was kind of funny. That Nick, Nikolai Coster Waldu, for those of you who don't know what I'm, what I just said, Nikolai Coster Waldu is a, is an actor. He's a human being. He's an actor who portrayed Jamie Lannister in the Game of Thrones uh, HBO series. And again, this is not so much a news story, but I thought it was funny because Nikolai Coster Waldu almost donated to the petition for the new Game of Thrones finale. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was fucking hilarious. I just wanted to bring it up for because I thought that was funny. They were like interviewing him for something, and and uh, and 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 then he, this is what they asked him: Were you surprised that some Game of Thrones fans wanted a more dramatic death for Jamie? He said, "I didn't follow it at all. Obviously, I heard about it. I was aware of the petition for a new ending, which I which I thought was hilarious. I almost wanted to donate in the petition." HBO saying, "You're you're, you're right. So many people want it. We're gonna do it." I think everyone had their own opinion. I find the world of fandom really interesting. Everyone wanted to be something specific and different from what they got, and it, it's it's a combination of you imagine what an, you imagine an ending, but also if you're a hardcore fan, it was really upsetting that it ended. We lived with this for eight seasons. There's still a massive community dedicated to Game of Thrones. I think there was a real fear that it was going to go away. It had to end. And then they asked him, if you had to redo the ending, what would you do differently? And then he says, 
oh, how did it end? He was, oh no, it was, it's fine. It's great. It was fine. How do you end that story? Let's talk about this in 10 years. Then you can talk to me. Then you can talk about it. But now I think it's a little too recent, which I think that alone is very, very revealing because mm-hmm. he's like, yo, this thing just ended. Give me like 10 years and then I'll tell you this shit sucked. <laughs> like, I feel like that's how a lot of the actors feel about this, honestly. I, personally. Yeah. Because, like, I remember watching interviews of, like, like pre-season eight interviews when they were, like, interviewing, like, uh, Emilia Clark, And I forget the name of the actress for uh, Miss Sunday and... Uh, and Grey Worm, but they were like on like a on like a they were being interviewed by like Entertainment Weekly or like or or, or was it or Entertainment Tonight or something, and like they were like, oh, how do you how does your character you know something something your character go through season eight, and then like Emilia Clark just has like this nervous laugh and like fucking uh, what's her name the actress from Asande kind of has like a face like uh, I don't even make it I don't even I, I die this season you know it's like <laughs> like it's just so funny watching them get interviewed with, with knowing like this season sucks man <laughs> so I, I it, dude honestly 10 years from now I will be like very like it's gonna be interesting seeing like some of the stories from from, from Game of Thrones man yeah but but I just want to bring this up because I thought it was funny it's not a news story or anything I just I was like eh, it's fucking no, cool it's, to throw it's this funny in. no I'm glad it's there I'm glad you did yeah but that's anyway that's it for TV news uh we can uh move on to to movie news if you don't have anything else yeah I don't uh I don't really see anything let's hit it all right movie news so we have a director for for Tron 3 oh uh Director Garth Davis is going to direct Jared Leto's Tron movie. Uh, so Garth Davis is somebody that I don't really recognize a whole lot, but he directed this movie called Lion, um, which I believe is the movie with uh, Dev Patel. Who else was in this? Uh no, it was nominated for Best Picture. Well, that's that's something then, right? Yeah. A he five doesn't year have old, much of anything else, though. There's a, little, there's a little synopsis. A five-year-old Indian boy is adopted by an Australian couple after getting lost hundreds of kilometers from home. 25 years later, he sets out to find his lost family. Um. Okay. I, th- I actually think I've seen parts of that movie. I don't think I've seen the whole thing, but I've seen like parts of it, I think. Anyway. Nicole Kidman. Uh, yeah, Nicole Kidman's in it. Uh, so Garth Davis, yeah, he's going to be directing uh, uh, Tron Tron 3, uh, which I, you guys know how excited I am for an, another Tron movie. I really want another Tron movie. We kind of talked about it before, but like, I don't, I kind of want them to bring back the old cast from Tron Legacy into this new movie. Yep. Um, but I don't know. We'll have to wait and see, man. I just, I hope they do. I hope they do somehow because I really like those characters. Um, can we also write out Jared Leto, please? Because I don't like him. Yeah, well, he's, he, <laughs> I don't think that's happening because he's like the main dude now this time. That's around. some shit. I don't like that at all. I hate that actually. I'll just be honest. I don't like that he's the main guy. Get the make him a bad guy. Can we kill him, please? <laughs> 
That actually would be interesting. Turn him into a bad guy, right? Yeah, I'm fine with following. Okay, you want to? Uh, here's how we do it. I'll follow. I'll watch this movie. No. If we, if we what, follow, what, what's your Tron, Tron three? I'll, Go for it. Let's watch Jared Leto be a villain for the entire movie, and then at the very end, he gets whacked by the fucking last cast. And I will watch this movie. Okay, <laughs> and I want it to be very painful. What well, he is whacked? Just, uh, That's funny. I don't. I just don't understand. I just. I don't understand why people like Jared Leto so much. He's not that good. He's really not. I don't know why everybody thinks he is. He sucks. All right, Jared Leto. I'm sorry. I don't like you. <laughs> Do better. Prove me wrong, please. I want to see a trailer for this. So hopefully, hopefully, um, hopefully they. I mean, I I I hope they know what they're doing with this man because I I really like Tron Legacy. Same. So I I want something that's that style, but like. Listen, we're, we're 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 it's ten years later. Like the the young the young Jeff Bridges look looking back looks terrible nowadays in that movie, but it was really early on. If you're if 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 they were to do that kind of stuff now again ten years later, it looks so much better. Um, Here's another thing: whenever anybody brings up Tron's legacy, everybody I know shits on it, and I do not understand why. I thought I it was either. a pretty good movie. I, I, really... I yeah, I I enjoy the fuck out of Tron Legacy, dude. I don't get it either. The soundtrack is amazing. The visuals are fucking the business. It's just, it's awesome, man. But anyway, that's a whole nother thing. We can move on. Uh, we have the voice cast for the 1970s Batman movie, uh, which if you don't know anything about this, just look at this screenshot, Josh. Tell, what, tell me what you think of that. Oh, Lord. <laughs> look at that, right? That's so cool, right? This is, so this is a 1970s Batman movie. It's called uh, Souls of the Dragon, and they will voice uh, the and the and the cast is David uh, Guintoli, Mark DeCascos, Kelly Hu, and Michael Jai Michael Jai White and and uh, and James Hong. Uh, right. The Dark Knight is headed to the 1970s for his latest animated adventure, the upcoming Batman: Soul of the Dragon. The film is an original tale rather than a based off a specific comic book storyline. Uh, it sees Bruce Wayne face a deadly menace from his past with the help of former classmates, a renowned martial renowned martial artist Richard Dragon, Ben Turner, and Lady Sheba. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, it sounds pretty cool, dude. It sounds pretty dope. I'm me, so. I'm I'm in for original stories, man. We don't have yeah. to adapt everything in the entire fucking world. Make some, I make, agree. Some, make some of your own shit. Be original. And make that own shit, and make that into in the shows and little mini movies and whatever you want. Not everything has to be adapted over, because some things get adapted over and they're really bad. Killing joke. Um, Ooh, and you know, you're, uh, you're, you're wrong though. <laughs> I actually like the first part of that movie, then the second half. I'm just like, what is going on here? They do some weird decisions. Anyway, um, but yeah. But make your own shit. Come up with your own shit. Make it cool and make it into stuff. I'm down for that. I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. Moving on, we have a trailer for the. Well, let's let's put it up here. It is for Robin's Wish, which I don't know if you've heard of this, Josh, but uh, you'll see what it is, man. Let me, let me put it up. Oh, is this gonna make me cry? Uh, probably, yeah. No. 
it's a uh, Robin's Wish, obviously based off, uh, or it's a little like a documentary type uh, movie for, uh, for you know, Robin Williams. Um, so you know, they, they they talk about like you know, the the disease that he was living with right before he you know passed away, and how it was like fucking him up real bad, and you know, it just it it sucks. Like it it just sucks that this that you know that it happened to him because he was such a cool. Mm-hmm. He was, he was such a cool dude, man. Like he was such a cool guy, man. It's still it's still hard for me to watch a movie with him in it, you know, and not be sad or heartbroken over it. I know, I'm just a big big Robin Williams fan. Yeah, and then we have his his widow there, Susan Schneider Williams, and uh, talking about some of the stuff too about you know his last days and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, I if you're if you're a Robin Williams fan, this this movie or this, yeah this this this. This is gonna this is gonna wreck you. I, I for sure. This is gonna mess you up. Um. Yeah, I mean it's. Yeah, it's it, it just sucks, man. Because he was he was one of the best, man. He was he was he was one of the good ones, oh, man. Absolutely. And it just it's real shitty what happened to him, man. Also, I can't believe that it's been like six years now that the, that that he passed away, dude. Mm-hmm. That it feels like, man. It doesn't feel that long, but like time flies, dude. So yeah. But anyway, that's uh, you know, Robin's wish. Do we have? There's the trailer for it. So I'm definitely gonna be watching this when it comes out. Um, oh yep, I'll have a tissue in hand, brother. Yep. Got to be ready because it's 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 gonna be a tough watch for sure. That is for certain. It's just it's just crazy seeing him like I don't know, like like they show clips of him like riding a bike and like, you know you know, being taking a goofy picture and like, you know, being being his you know, doing stand up comedy and all this other stuff and then like they then you see him like just man, it, it it's it, it, it sucks, man. It really does suck. Yeah. But anyway, uh, moving on to something a little bit more, a little bit more exciting, is that we have we have the schedule for DC Fandom, which is going to be occurring on the twenty second, which is next, which will be happening next podcast, the day of the next podcast. So here, here's the schedule. You ready? We have at ten a.m. We have Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. So we'll probably have a trailer or something for this. Next, by the time the next podcast happens, get our first look at Cheetah, maybe. Yeah. Probably, hopefully, I hope so because we haven't really seen her, right? No, I don't think so. No, so hopefully, if we, we have, I haven't seen it. <laughs> no, no, we, we haven't really, we haven't really seen Cheetah, so definitely want to see that. Uh, we're gonna have also at 10 a.m. at the same time as the Wonder Woman, we're gonna have stuff about the Flash TV show. Uh, they're going to be talking about season six and what, you know, they're going to have an exclusive trailer for season seven and all, you know, all that, all that stuff. They're going to have an exclusive black and white noir episode called kiss, kiss, breach, breach. Uh, what else we have? 10 a.m. Teen Titans go cast table read. Okay. 10 45 a.m. Black lightning, which is obviously the TV show. Uh, 11 15 a.m. Multiverse one Oh one. Uh, in, they're going to be talking about the multiverse. So they're going to have like Jim Lee and uh, a couple other folks there, like Greg Berlanti, uh, 1130 AM Pennyworth, 
which is, I think, the Alfred show, right? Yeah. Which I forgot that he even had a show, to be honest. I did, too, because I haven't heard anything about it. Same. Uh, but it's, uh, you know, the 1960s London Pennyworth show. Uh, 11.45 a.m. Here's, here's This is interesting. Introducing Flash. Uh, the 101 style conversation, the Flash filmmakers, Andy Muschietti and Barbara Muschietti, Ezra Miller and screenwriter Christina Hodson will give fans a speedy rundown on the first ever Flash film feature film. Um, so they're going to talk a little bit about the Flash movie, which, you know, we haven't had a whole lot of. We All we know about that is that they've had like a million directors, a million director changes. And like Ezra Miller was working on a script and like they, there's, there's a lot of stuff happening there. T- 12 p.m. Right as we start the podcast, we're going to have fucking The Suicide Squad, uh, which, you know, James Gunn is going to take on fan questions, and and then I'm sure they'll have, like, a, maybe a trailer or something. We'll see. I don't know. 12 p.m. also at the same time, DC's Legends of Tomorrow. So they'll, you know, have stuff about that show, Q&As, and maybe a trailer and all that other stuff. 12.45 p.m., Boss females of color within the DC universe. Uh, so they'll have like actresses from all the TV shows and movies and stuff. Uh, you know, the ladies uh, that were in those movies and shows ha- have be on a panel and talk about stuff. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, Doom Patrol, let, let 1.15 p.m. Uh, they're going to have the Doom Patrol panel. Uh, 1.45 p.m. The Joker put on a happy face. Uh, Featuring interviews with filmmakers and industry legends, discover the origins and the evolution of the Joker, and learn why the Clown Prince of Crime is universally hailed as the greatest comic book supervillain of all time. Uh, 2.35 p.m., Superman and Lois. Uh, I, they're going to be talking about the new new show, because the CW is making the Superman and Lois TV show. That's right, I forgot about that. So they're going to be talking about that. Mm-hmm. Uh... 245, the Snyder cut of Justice League. That's interesting. Zack Snyder is going to have, you know, is going to answer questions and he's going to have surprise guests as he talks about his cut of the movie. That I'll be intrigued about. Uh, Oh, here we go. 3 p.m. Black Adam, star of the first ever Black Adam feature, Dwayne Johnson, sets the stage for the story and the tone of the new movie with a a fan's first Q&A and a few surprises. Can you smell what the rock? What the Black Adam is cooking. Yeah, yeah uh, exactly. So finally, we're going to have something about Black Adam. That'll be interesting. Yeah, it's been a while, isn't it? Yeah, yeah of course. 3.30 p.m., CNN Heroes, Real Life Heroes in the Age of Coronavirus. Uh, so they're going to talk about, uh, you know, the, the COVID and, and people who have been, like, the, the, the front-running heroes of that in real life. Uh, 4 p.m., it says TBA panel. What? Hall of Heroes, so they don't even know what the hell they're doing at 4 p.m. Okay, great. Or we don't know what they're doing at 4 p.m. Uh, also at 4 p.m., though, Aquaman. Aquaman director James Wan and King Orm, Orm himself, Patrick Wilson, take a deep dive into the world of Atlantis that Wan created, revealing their favorite behind-the-scenes moments from the largest DC movie ever. Uh, 4.15 p.m., ask Harley Quinn. She'll go head-to-toe with Batman and the Justice League and taking down the Joker and the toughest villains of... The Gotham City, but at DC fandom, Harley Quinn faced her toughest challenge yet, answering questions from DC's uh, biggest fans in her own. Oh, so this is this is uh, for the Harley Quinn animated show, which, gotcha. to be honest, 
I haven't seen, but I hear I really either. good things about it. I hear really good things about it. That's cool. So I want to check it out because I've, I've been meaning to. I just haven't had the chance yet. I definitely want to watch that, though. Uh, what else we have here? We have... I'm going to skip through some of these because they're just like... There's a lot more that I need to read off. So 415, Tomorrow Superheroes with Jim Lee, brought to you by Gold House. Uh, 415, Wonder Woman 80th Celebration. 80 years of Wonder Woman. That's crazy. Uh... 415 Superman Man of Tomorrow World Premiere. What is this? Uh Superman World of Tomorrow. I don't know really sure what this is. This is like a this is like an animated movie or what the hell is this? I don't know, but they're doing a uh a, a world premiere of that. Um it okay, yeah, it is. It's an animated movie. Okay, cool. So they're gonna be showing they're gonna be premiering the Superman Man of Tomorrow. Uh which has a pretty interesting cast. By the looks of it, Darren Chris, Zachary Quinto, Alexandra Daddario, Brett Dalton. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, Shazam, 4.30 p.m., uh, 5 p.m., Lucifer, 5.30 p.m., Titans. Oh, here we go, 5.30 p.m. This will be after podcast is over, but, I mean, we'll, we can talk about it the week after that. They're going to have The Batman, uh, so maybe they'll have... A trailer maybe or something for this movie maybe because it says uh the batman filmmaker matt reeves joins host and self-professed professed fangirl aisha taylor or her aisha tyler my bad for a discussion of the upcoming upcoming film with a surprise or two for the fans so that'll be interesting uh 5 45 p.m superman man of tomorrow panel another one uh dc star girl at 6 45 p.m 7 p.m creating heroes 7 30 p.m batwoman and 8.15, Harley Quinn. So that's the schedule for DC fan, DC's fandom. Uh, there's some really interesting stuff in there for me, like like the Snyder Cut and the Batman and Flash and Black Adam, that kind of stuff. More, the, more of the movies, I think, for me, is the more interesting stuff. The same. Um, as, as opposed to the TV shows. Because I'll, I'll be honest, I think that, like... I think I'm going to probably stop... I, I've been thinking about this for a while. I'm probably gonna give up on the TV shows, the CW verse stuff. Because you gonna let them let them fade I think, away. I think I think I might because there's just like I just don't really. It's a lot to keep up with, and they're yeah. just add and they're adding more on top of that. And while I have been watching a lot of the stuff nowadays, like I still haven't even finished the last season of the stuff that I've been watching. You know, yeah. so like I just I don't know, man. I think I'm just I'm kind of I'm kind of over that that stuff so hey i understand man when arrow went bye bye it was like yep that's the end of an era for me that was a good stopping point uh, yeah I've, I've been considering although i like i really do enjoy legends of tomorrow and the flash sometimes but like i don't know i just i don't know man it's just it's not to keep up with uh they'll also probably another thing that i forgot to mention is they'll probably also talk about the D, the uh, suicide squad game that we talked about last week so that'll be cool uh but yeah that's that's it for the dc fandom um but yeah that's that's pretty much uh that's pretty much it i mean there was some interesting comments by george miller talking about the mad max saying he imagines two futures after mad max free road hmm. one where he believes furiosa either creates a utopia or one where she becomes a tyrant herself i want to see the one where she becomes the villain so yeah, they asked him like they asked George Miller, uh, what you know, what would 
what 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 would happen next you know or what, what, what would happen after fury road and he's like i thought it and this is a quote from him i thought about it i thought i've often thought about it there are two ways to go miller said of what comes after fury road so frees the people of the citadel from the rule of immortan joe one is utopian which is not an interesting story really i've uh i've somehow imagined that the first thing she would do in the line is go up and release the water it wasn't it wasn't withheld a new deal politically. Uh, however, Miller notes that such a thing isn't likely and draws upon influential theorist Joseph Campbell to explain why, more likely, why it is more likely that Furiosa could, would become a tyrant. Campbell said in the usual story that today's hero becomes tomorrow's tyrant. The hero is the agent of change. They basically relinquish self-interest in order for some common good, said Miller. Campbell basically says, you love what you've built or saved too much. You become a holdfast. You become the orthodoxy. You become, you develop the dogma, and basically then you have to protect it. That tends to be the rhythm of these things. Uh, Miller admits he's torn between two things and that perhaps Furiosa wouldn't fall into such a pattern. I think she's too smart to fall into that trap. She's already seen it with him with a Morton Joe. I believe he went through the, pro- the same process. He was probably a heroic character in his own time. So it's just interesting hearing George Miller talk about, like, you know, maybe what happens after, uh, you know. I always after, love when the... Yeah, I love uh, stories where, where once heroes become villains. I find it very interesting from a creative standpoint as like a dungeon master, right? I love um, I, I love stories where people fail and they become the bad guy, but they fight their way back to redemption. And those kinds of stories are what appeal to me a lot of the time. Uh, and you may see it in the D&D game as we come back and play through it. We'll see. Um, but yeah, oh. I love I love those. I love those stories, right? I love the stories of of of, uh, of the good guys going bad. Yeah, well, that's all I got for uh, for the movie news, though. Yeah, so that's why I said like immediately. I want to see the one where she becomes the villain or the tyrant. Like, yeah. fuck yeah, that that immediately appeals to me. <laughs> yeah. That's it for the movie news, you say? That's it. Yeah, we're done with the news, man. Unless you got, unless you got something else, we can move on to the main topic, my friend. It don't look like I got a damn thing here, son. All righty then, my friend. We can move. Go ahead and move on right now. All right, let's hit it. We're gonna move into our main topic here, folks, which is the well, Middle the Earth. Middle Earth. Burr, yes. burr, 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 burr. Yeah, now I can hit it. Hold up. There it is. <laughs> Cool. Still right. loud as fuck. All right, the world of Middle Earth. So this one is, uh, again, this is something that Josh and I have been like. We always, when we plan like the future of the podcast, we always try to like. We're like, all right, we've we've done a couple of these things. We've done a little bit of that. Let's try to come up with a little like different types of episodes here, and like di- like talking about the world of something has always been one of those ones that we've always wanted to do and we're like well what could we do like i could talk about the universe of star wars all day long and you guys know that uh which is why i was like that's too easy man let's let's do something else like what 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 else would be like good to do but something that we would know about and like one of the one of those is obviously lord of the rings and middle earth Mm -hmm. so we're like well fuck it let's let's do it off middle earth so here we are man We're, we're, we're gonna be talking a little bit about the the world of Middle Earth, which is, I think, like when 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 people ask me, like, what is like, what are some of your favorite universes or or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. obviously, 
forever and always at the top will be Star Wars for me because that's just that's what I grew up on. That's that's what I watched. Yeah. That's what I. It's probably the same you know, for me as well. That was that was my shit. Star Wars is nothing can ever replace Star Wars for me. Like that's always going to be at the top. Um, so that's my number one. But like, Middle Earth is is like below that somewhere. Um, because I really do enjoy Middle Earth. I love the universe. I love the world. I love the characters. I love the you know, you got the orcs and the humans and the. You know, you got your like typical like you know, and 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 any and any of these kind of universes, you know, like like Warcraft or like, you know, like Middle Earth, like any of these. You got like your humans, your orcs, your dwarves, your elves. You know, all all the different like, you know, you know races or as Josh calls them ancestries or whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. whatever. Like you have all that stuff. So and and to me, Lord of the Rings is one of those, or, or I keep calling it Lord of the Rings, but Middle Earth is one of those that like it's up there for me that I I really do enjoy. Like I, I like speaking of Lord of the Rings, I it's one of my favorite uh, you know stories ever. Like I just love the whole like here's an unlikely hero, Frodo Baggins, he's the one that proved to be the the dude to deliver this fucking ring all the way. To the fucking volcano and destroy the damn ring, destroy the thing. Obviously, mm-hmm. he couldn't. He didn't do it all alone. He had a fellowship with him. He had a friend. He had, you know, like if you're if we're talking like the movies specifically, because I'll be honest, I haven't read the I don't I haven't read the books. I'm the same. I, I haven't read the books. I just I, I'll be honest here. I'm just you guys know Bow now. I'm not a huge. Re- I'm not a big reader. Like I've read things in my time, but I'm just not. I just I don't know for whatever reason I'm not a big reader. But anyway. We're talking the movies. Frodo could not have done what he did without the truest homie of all time, Samwise Gamgee, dude. Without Sam, he wouldn't have made it, dude. Like, you know what I mean? So it just that particular story, and I, I, I love, I just love the the awesome friendship of Aragon and uh, Legolas and, and Gimli, and, and I just that's a cool trio. And then you have all the cool, you know you know, secondary characters like the rest of the hobbits and, you know, Gandalf and, you know, uh, Boromir and, you know, he, like even he has his role that he plays in the story and like, you got the, all the, the elves and you know, every, everything like it's, it's just, it's really, it's just a cool, such a cool damn story. And like, it's one of those things where like, it's kind of similar to star Wars where like you have your Lord of the Rings, which is like the original trilogy. And then you have your prequels with, like, obviously, episode one through three for Star Wars. But then you have The Hobbit for The Lord of the Rings. And then, like, you could, like, either go forward in time or back in time, however much, right? Because you got, like, the Cimmerillion. And, or, or is that how you pronounce it? Or, my bad. I haven't. Anyway. I, I'm not even sure how you say it, to be honest. Anyway, if, if, if I said it wrong, fucking whatever. You know what I'm talking about, all right? I'm sorry. You know what I'm talking about. We have that, and then like there's you can either go again like back in time. There's like the f- first stage, the second age, like Lord of the Rings or damn, I keep calling them Lord of the Rings. Middle Earth has a, there's a lot of like room you can you can do stuff in. So that's oh, why yeah, I kind of tons, man. That's why like, I kind of like that. Like is like the similarities to Star Wars because like there's like you, like obviously we've had movies in the original like in the original trilogy like Rogue One solo but you could go back in time or forward in time or you know whatever that's that's why Middle Earth is a really cool universe but anyway go ahead 
Yeah, what I was going to say is, like, the war that we get in, in the Lord of the Rings, right? That's just, like, like the dessert war, right? Like, the main feast happened thousands of ages earlier, right? Like, that was the big main war. Not against Sauron, but against, like, fucking Morgoth and those in the, in the Balrogs and all those other um, big bad villains. Like, uh, oh, goodness, uh, the fucking... Uh, there's some sort of big dragon thing that I can't think of its name, which is like stuff that we never see in like the Lord of the Rings or the Hobbit. Yeah, like there's, that's... yeah, there's there's a lot that we don't see in the in the in the movies because like a lot of the stuff is just like way before, like you were saying, you know, like again, like Josh mentioned Morgoth. That's another one that like I know about too because like yeah, he's been you know he was the he was the predecessor of Sauron, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I always find very interesting too, because they mention it, they mention them in like in the Lord of the Rings and and in in uh the Hobbit and things like that, and it's always like, man, I'd like to watch you know that, and mm-hmm. instead we get like the dessert almost, like we get the aftermath of it, which I I do find kind of interesting as well, but uh. Another big reason I'm a big fan of just Middle Earth in general is like it kind of gave birth to D and D in a way, right? Like orcs, yeah. humans, fucking hobbits, uh, which we call halflings in D and D due to <laughs> like some legal stuff. Um, <laughs> um, trolls and dragons, man. Like, yeah, dude, all the stuff that's in D and D is like so. It, 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 yeah, for real, dude. It's like a lot of a lot of the Middle Earth like really helped spawn a lot of the stuff in D and D for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, uh, not, not even just the characters, right? But like some of the, uh, just the magical, like items, right? And, in and Lord of the Rings are really cool. A lot of the weapons and the armor, but also like the resources, right? Like mithril, um, yeah. and things of that nature is really cool. Um, Uh, if you could pick a time in in Middle Earth that they haven't done in a film, would you? Would you? Where would you want to do it at? Would you like to see the big, uh, the big, uh, the big war, or would you like to like go forward in time a bit and like? See I, it? I, I, I'm kind of like I feel about this way. Another here's another similarity that I have to this with Star Wars. Take me back to the Old Republic in Star Wars, right? Mm-hmm. With this, with Middle Earth, yeah. Take me back to fucking the the big the big beefy stuff from from you know back back in the day dude like i want to see that stuff man like mm-hmm. show it show it to us dude I, I could you imagine like how fucking cool that would look nowadays like oh man if 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 they did like more movies like in the style of lord of the rings and less so the hobbit cuz like the hobbit like i mean listen i like the first two movies the third one is just like a it's just a basically a big old cgi battle mess that just doesn't I don't know I mean I, I I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of the third one but anyway if if they made these movies like from 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 then like the, the big the big battles that you're talking about the feast right mm-hmm. if they did that and they did them if they, they did those movies the way they did the Lord of the Rings movies that would be that'd be chef's kiss dude it'd be, it'd be, <laughs> it'd be great it'd be great it'd be great I, it's something that I would love to see um now I know you're you're 
you were mentioned like what we would want to see like you know go, going back in time or forward in time this is something that's interesting because the the um uh the 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 Lord of the they're doing a Lord of the Rings show on Amazon, right? Mm-hmm. Like we we yeah. know this is happening. Uh, it's coming out, I think, like in a year or two. I don't know within the next couple of years, but we know that this is happening before the movies. However, it's not happening. It's not going that far back. We're we're going. The show is going to take place in the Second Age. Whereas, as as many of you know, the the stuff in the movies takes place in the third age, right? So, we're getting a show, and we're going back in time, but not that far back. Is is this show something? Um, we haven't seen anything about it. All we know is we've had some cast, we've had some people cast and whatnot, and they started. I think they started filming already and all that stuff. Um, and I think because of the COVID, they had to like pause the filming and like you know. They recently got back to it because New Zealand was was doing better and all that stuff. But, um, uh, does, does like the does what we know about this Amazon show have you like excited or looking forward to it at all in any way? Yeah, I'm definitely interested in it. That's for sure. Um, which we we know so damn little though. Um, uh, but yeah, I'm definitely interested in it. Uh. Uh, let's see, if Amazon or the Ring show. I'm just gonna see what. It's been a while since we've had any news on it, so I was like, I'm gonna Google yeah, I mean, this and see what I find. We have a cast. We have like, it takes place in the Second Age. The, you know, there's the. I think that the Twitter account tweeted out like a map of like you know, of something you know. I want to say there was a rumor of like some very young Aragorn stuff, but I don't know if that's true or not. There, um, there are, I remember hearing stuff about that. Yeah, for sure. I, I did remember uh, hearing stuff about that. I would definitely be interested in that. Um, because Aragorn is actually one of my absolute favorite characters. In, yeah, I, I, I in the movies, it. at least. I, I yeah. you know, like I said, never read the books. but Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I will at some point. I finally got through all of Dune at one point in my life. I hadn't read Dune, uh, but um, yeah, yeah. I'm definitely interested in seeing, you know, young Aragorn, if that's what this show is about, or maybe something else completely different, but it would also be really cool. I I just like exploring different periods of time. Yeah, I had also heard that this show was going to be like, one season was going to be about this, one season was going to be about that. Like, it was going to be like, it's not like one continuing story each season. It was gonna yeah. be like one, one each story has its own contained season or whatever. Which that would be interesting too, I guess. You know, it's more of like an anthology of like, like you know, like here's a bunch of different stories. We're gonna spread them out by season, and that's what we're gonna do. You know, which I think I'd be down with that too. You know. Yeah. Uh, definitely. Uh, yeah. I'm show fine me. Show me lots of different things. Show me, show me each season. Follow a different uh, ancestry, right? Follow like the humans at season one. Follow some elves at season two. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> follow, yeah. follow some dwarves who all they do is drink and party and mine, <laughs> fight dudes all day. Uh, yeah. Uh, or something cool like that. I'm, I'm, I'm in. Uh. uh I really love dwarves and elves, man. Uh. Um, 
Uh, and then, like, some of the humans are cool, too, but, like, mm-hmm. you know, the, I, I like the more exotic uh, characters, like, uh, you know, like Gimli, who is, and, and his and uh, Legolas' friendship that grows over the series, right, is one of my absolute favorite things when I when I rewatch the extended editions, which I've kind of got the urge to do it again, even though I did it not that long ago. Um and watching it grow uh, over the series, how they bond and become such good friends and almost brothers in certain ways um, toward the end. And I particularly love um, Gimli when he meets Galadriel and, and asks for uh, hair and he's telling the story to Legolas in the boat. And he says, uh, she gave me three. I always choke up a little bit right there because he chokes up and I'm like, I believe it. I believe it, man. It's so sweet. And I love it so much. It's one of my absolute uh, favorite moments in the the entire, um, uh, of, uh, Lord of the Rings. Um, (laughs) uh, but yeah, um, there's some things I wish I got to see more. Like I'd, I'd love to see more of, um, elves on the battlefield right because we only really get them in the opening of the film and in the two towers right when they show up other than legolas like hanging out but i'm talking like full-on army deep yeah exactly um Mm -hmm. uh like full-on army clash and clash like what i want to see uh from because i always find elves very fascinating but we really don't get a lot of time with them other than you know uh, and they kind of show up, spout a bunch of wisdom, and then disappear because they're going off to the, uh, the, the was it the Great Havens or whatever it's called? Um, I can't think of right now. My mind's blanking. Um, they leave off in the boats or whatever. <laughs> yeah, the, they go and leave and get on the boats. Um, mm. Other than, you know, we get the one elf, which is Legolas for like the entire journey. Uh, which, don't get me wrong, he's badass, obviously. Fucking surfboarding and arrowing orcs to dude do. that is fucking cool man every time he like uses the the <laughs> fucking the the uh the shield as like a you know sliding down shooting the fucking arrows that's too cool too cool um we're talking about middle earth in general and we've kind of focused on 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 uh, lord of the rings what what we know which is lord of the rings right but uh, let's focus on some things that are like video games, right? Because okay. you have so much potential to throw a game in just about in any age and we would play it, right? Like we already have with with uh, Shadows of Mordor and Shadow of War. And uh-huh. uh, they were also, which by the way, love those games. They're great. Nemesis System is the best thing ever in any video game and I want everybody to steal it. And for some reason, nobody does. Um <laughs> Uh, you know, because we get to see uh, a period that we haven't seen yet, for one thing, which is like, yeah. we're a ranger on the Black Gate and we get fucking murdered to death and now we're this wraith thing. Mm-hmm. Um, which obviously is not canon. I don't give a fuck. It's set in the world and it's dope. Alright? I don't need it to be canon to fucking enjoy the shit out of it. Because I enjoyed the shit out of it. Um, it's, just, it's just a game, you know? Exactly. Um, I speaking of which, I've only played the first one, Shadow of, of of Mordor. I have not played Shadow of War. I'll probably get to it eventually. I just haven't had I just haven't had a chance to play it yet. 
but uh, I do enjoy it. I like I like the you know the main character. And then you got Killer Brimbore as well. You know who's like your little side dude who gives the the the, the powers or whatever. Uh, but yeah, I mean I I I enjoy the game. You know that one. Um, but uh, anyway, what were you what were you going on? I just wanted to bring that up real quick. Uh, another another just video game I was gonna bring up with are the uh, real time strategy games that came out. Did you ever play those? I um, played Battle for Middle Earth Two, I believe. I played yeah. both of them. I played so Battle for Middle Earth Two. That's the one that I had. Did they have a sequel or an expansion? I can't remember. Or, or yeah, it was a sequel. Because you're saying two. Sorry, yeah, my brain is like... Yeah, 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 yeah. I played the second um, one. I played the first one and the second one. Um, I had fun with that, what... dude. I, I mean, I, I... If you guys both know, Josh and I are fans of the RTS, you know, video games. and yeah, uh, the genre. Of the genre, yeah. And I... Mm-hmm. I, I had fun with, with you know, Battle for Middle Earth 2, man. It was cool, dude. Just... You know, rolling in with like Sauron and just fucking wrecking shop, or like you know, it, it was fun, dude. Like I, I just in general, I like those kind of games anyway. Well, what I was gonna say is like, um, two in particular focuses on the war in the north, which is something that's not in the movies, but I think is in the books. So mm-hmm. we see like, um, obviously it takes some some liberties with it, but we see a bunch of characters that we haven't seen a lot of, like we. We we see Tom Bombadil, for example, fucking fight in this in the game. Um, uh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Um, sorry, I was trying to get a list of all the characters that are in. Uh... You said the characters that are in the game. Uh, yeah, but because I remember, there's like. Um... There's a dwarf dude. Uh, the Dwarven King Dane. I remember doing like his part of the campaign. Yeah, here he is. He's right here. Um, and I'm like, I have no idea who this character is, right? Like, because this isn't a time before they made even the Hobbit movies, right? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. So, and so I'm like, I don't know. I have no idea who any of these characters are, but they're over here fighting this big war in the north. That I've never seen before because they're not in the movies. The movies, yeah. And I obviously haven't read the books. And I think that kind of spurned me to want to learn more about characters other than the main ones, right? Like mm-hmm. uh, characters like that, the king, uh, the dwarven king, and uh, and and more of the Mirkwood elves and and stuff like that. So like, uh, the reason I was talking about video games is like, man, we need we need games. Lord of the Rings games set in other fucking time periods is what we need, right? Yeah. Because a lot of them are just obsessed with the movies, which don't get me wrong. I obviously I love the movies and I love games that are based on the movies. Yeah, but you just want to, you know, you just want to expand on 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 the universe, right? You want to, you want to see yeah. more. You want to see more of the stuff that we haven't gotten to see yet. Exactly. You've got this whole big wide world, and and you're afraid to dip your toe out. Um, which you know I can kind of understand it because you never know. You know, Tolkien estates, and I have no idea what restrictions they have on things, right? So, um, uh, another game that I played 
was the fucking Lord of the Rings, the third age, which is like, you're following a crew that's following behind the fellowship. And I love those characters and I love that game. I want more games like that. I never played that one, but I saw a little bit of the played. Yeah. This is like fucking PS2. Oh yeah. 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 That's, that's an old, (laughs) that's an oldie right there, man. PS2. Oh, it says PS2 and Xbox and GameCube. I didn't realize it came out on all that other stuff. I thought it was just on the, yeah, that's like three generations, two generations ago, three generations ago. I don't know. It's, it's an old game. Yeah. Uh, I remember it not getting the super best reviews, but what I liked about it is it gave me a bunch of characters I didn't, I hadn't seen mm. before, which the, they obviously aren't canon or anything, but they were interesting and, and it made me like them. Mm. Um, so the long story short, if there's still time, um, is I want more Lord of the Rings games set just in different time periods. I don't need everything to revolve around the movies, which I love the movies, but... Did you um, ever... Speaking of Middle Earth games real quick, did you ever play Lord of the Rings Conquest? Conquest? I did play some Conquest. Which is, I, for, the, for those who don't know, Lord of the Rings Conquest is like the Battlefront 2 version of Lord of the Rings, basically. Yeah. It was like the original battle. Picture the original Battlefront Two game from two thousand five. Now update that a little bit, going a couple years forward. Because I've been when did this game come out? I want to say it was like. I want to say it says two thousand nine. I have it pulled up. Okay, two thousand nine. So that makes sense. So yeah, picture Battlefront Two from back in the day. Now. Now update that a little bit by a couple years, and then just put a Lord of the Rings skin on it, and that's yeah. basically what it was. And uh, I want to say you could unlock and play trolls as like heroes or something. Like it's been a long uh, time since I, I think thought about so. it. I played it back on the I played on the PS3, and and I had fun with it, dude. I thought it was a pretty because again, like I love Battlefront Two, so just having like a Lord of the Rings version of Battlefront Two was something that I was all about. So. I you know I, I thought it was pretty cool, but but yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to bring that up real quick because it was it was one of those like in terms of like Lord of the Rings games. That was one of the ones that I played. Uh, obviously, Battle for Middle Earth two. Um, yeah, those are like the two main ones. I know that they came out with games for the movies as well, but I never played those. I played Shadow of Mordor already, like I said. Uh, I played uh, Lego The Hobbit and stuff and, you know, stuff like that. But I just... There's other ones that I never played, like Lord of the Rings Man. Online or... Oh, that's a, right. I forgot they had an MMO. Yeah, they still Rings have an Online. MMO. It's still going. I never I never played that one. I still haven't played it to this day. It's still going and still got a player base, which is like... Whew. Crazy, right? Yeah. I played a little bit of The Hobbit game, which was like a thing that happened before the movies even came out. Did you ever play that? No, I never played it, but I remember looking at the box and being like, that dude has really big feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I played a little bit of that, but not 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 too much. And then the only the other another game that I could think of that they did for Lord of the Rings was uh War in the North, but I never played that one. I never played it. I think I may have played the demo for it. Yeah, I never played it. I know it came out like oh, I it, this was like PS3 era, I think, this game, but I never I never got it. Here's some so I don't Lord even... of the Rings online trailer for you guys. You can look oh, at Oh shit, Lord of the Rings online. <laughs> uh, I play. I did play this. I did play the MMO. I forgot about it. Um, I, I never played it. Uh, it's interesting. Um, 
and it's obviously somewhat good because I think they still do like content for it and people still play it. So, mm. um, Lord, look at those orcs. <laughs> this guy, second sword, charge. I'm, I'm in. Right, it makes you kind of want to explore Middle Earth. So yeah, um, but yeah. Um, you know, we always get like uh, these martial games where we're fucking melee badass fighters. Fucking give me the game where I get to be a wizard or some shit. You know, um, set me in a, a time period. Give me the Nemesis system because I want that in every game forever. And let me be a, a a wizard learning the ways in a different time period kind of deal. Um. You can, I could still have a sword and fight, maybe, but I mostly want to do some spell casting and lightning bolting and stuff like that. I think that'd be cool. Um, there's so much untapped potential in the Lord of the Rings and Middle Earth. I always say it, Lord of the Rings, the Middle Earth. Um, hey, I've been messing that up too, man. That's fine. Um, lore and just things I want to explore. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, fucking Tolkien gave birth to like some of our favorite heroes and villains. That's for sure. Not just, not just named characters, but like just straight up as the races as well. You know, with the fucking orcs and shit, like trolls and stuff. So, yeah. uh, um, one of the things I always found interesting are just some of the. Uh, the monsters, right? We get like fucking wargs. Oh yeah, and, dude, the wargs uh, are cool. The big giant mammoth elephant things, the mumkill. Oliphants, man, yeah, dude. Oh, the oliphants, that's it. The um, oliphants. Um, those are great, dude. I always cool? love watching the the the, uh, the Return of the King, and when those things pop into battle. They're, yeah, because uh, they just kind of they show up out of nowhere too. Which is yeah, it's, <laughs> it's awesome. That's um, really cool. Uh, I always thought the Easterlings looked really cool in their armor. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. And I always kind of wanted to learn more about them, but you never do. They're just like they're bad, evil dudes, and that's all you need to know, right? Like, um, like they almost look almost like samurai-ish. In their armor here. I'm trying to pull up some pictures of what they look like. Like, God damn it. That's not a good picture. All right, Google. They, they, they definitely look pretty cool, man. Like, I remember, like, seeing them for the first time as well. And just, like, every time I see them, they sense. Like, they just, they look pretty badass, dude. Like, those looks, those guys look pretty fun, cool. Oh, here's a YouTube video that works, I guess. Oh, no, wait. Oh, that's not, that's not a good video. Hold up. Good lord, I cannot find a good picture to save my life. There we well, go. Well, well, well. This will work. But, like, look, doesn't that look like some sort of almost samurai-ish armor right there? You know, you got the face cover, you got the badass helmet on. Yeah, I mean, um, they, they, they look cool, dude. They really do. 
I really like their design, and their design made me interested in who they are and what's their motivation, and it just turns out their motivation is they're evil. So sometimes that's all you need, uh, I guess, but, you know, it, it did kind of bum me out. I'm like, they look so cool. I want to know more about them, and they're just bad guys. <laughs> yeah, of course, man. They're, they're bad guys. They want to do evil shit. Uh, no, but they, 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 look, they look real badass. I do like their armor and all that stuff, too, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, Absolutely, they look really cool. You also get them in the in the Battle for Middle Earth games as units, which is also pretty dope. I think, if I remember right. So, I think so. It's been a while since I played that game, so I don't. There's things that I don't remember, but they probably are. Yeah. I actually, I think I still have my like, you know. The game, I I think it had like multiple discs or whatever. Because back in the day, yeah, you know, I might like, have game. mine around here somewhere. I I have it, yeah, I have it somewhere. I'd have to like dig it out or whatever. But I I can't not I'm not gonna do that right now. But but yeah, uh, yeah. I should have prepped for that. And I could have I could have you know pulled it out. But because uh, it it is cool. Yeah, I do remember it being like, oh, you fucking installed disc one and disc two and disc three and disc four and however many there was because. Back in the day, kids, PC games used to be multiple discs. Bro, but, uh, I forgot they were making a Lord of the Rings Gollum game. Are they? Yeah. I I forgot to. I, I, uh, I didn't I didn't, didn't remember that. Was we nice. haven't heard anything about it in for a while. But I'm like, I remember this being a thing. And then I looked it up. It's like, yep, it's a thing. Um... I, so I that's totally forgot. Yeah. PS5, man. And Xbox, I guess. guess it says so. release date 2021. I could see this not becoming a thing. Yeah, that, that 2021. <laughs> that's, 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 uh, I don't know. We haven't really I don't know. I don't know if I want to play Gollum, man. You know? I, uh, I don't. I, I, I don't. I, I, I mean, I don't really. The, here's what I don't understand. And I'm not shitting on Middle Earth in this. I'm shitting on people that are making games. I'm like, why is everybody so obsessed with just the movies, man? Expand out. Create some new shit in there. Come on. Shadow of Mordor kind of did it. I mean, it's still so, set in the same time so period. So, but... a question that I pose here. What what, what kind of Middle Earth game would you want to see? Because we kind of have that like action-adventure thing with shadow of more and mordor right i'd like another rts to be honest i really want another uh, RTS? okay yeah i'd love another rts game okay okay, um, okay. like an original story set in the in the universe or what or like, yeah yeah um just... uh, okay. show us like a take us back to the first age or something show us some badass war i think what the great the big fear is that people is that they're afraid people won't become attached to characters, right? So they don't want to, like, they want to stick with what people know, which is the movies and the books. Yeah, well, they yeah, they do that for everything, though. Like, for Star Wars, why do you think we've been stuck in the same timeline for so long? Yep. Uh, and I'm just like, man, I want some new shit. Not that I don't love that other stuff. Of course I do. But, you know, I want some new shit. And if you write your characters well enough, I'm going to love those characters no matter what. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, so I don't. Yeah. I want people to quit, kind of quit getting stuck in the 
No, I agree. I agree. I, I'd like to see them expand to other things as well. In terms of like what game I would want to see, I don't even know, dude. Like, I I like the Shadow of More and Mordor stuff, but I don't know. I just I, I I'm more of like that. That's kind of like more of what I play nowadays. Like third person, like that, like that kind of game is more of what I like am mm-hmm. into days. But I don't know. I don't know what I would like. To see. I mean, I'd be. I'm always down for more RTSs. Like I, I like again. I like to see. I'd love to see another Star Wars RTS. Give me an yeah. Give me another fucking Lord of the or Middle Earth uh, RTS. Give me. And I'm down for more of stuff like Shadow of Mordor too. Of course I am. Or or, or you know those games. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. I'm trying to think of like what would be a good like. Actually, this is something I've actually have not really put too much thought into. Like what? What's like another? What's a Middle Earth game that I would like to see? Because, like. I'm not really sure because there just isn't like I I there's like a template that I would like to see that I like did for like my, like for what I want to see for like a Star Wars game, which yeah. is which kind of like an MMO but not an MMO. <laughs> like basically, like I want to see like an yeah, I mean like that's probably one of the easier ways to describe it. Like an M like a non un, does would like a non online MMO work. Like you basically have like all the plan like for I'm gonna use the Star Wars example like you have like all the you have like all the planets you have like all the the species you know, to create your character in or whatever and like you can just like hop on your ship be whatever class you could be like a, a Jedi or a a smuggler or like a you know, a Sith or a bounty hunter or, you know you could be see you could be a fucking you could be a fucking uh, a, a, a Star Wars farmer. You know, you could be whatever you want to be. As long, like, just do whatever you want in that universe. That's that's kind of like what I would want for Star Wars. So for you like, know what you're the... me with what I know exactly what you're comparing it to. What's An that? Elder Scrolls game, right? Like you want to you want an Elder Scrolls game where you can pick from anybody you want to be and be whoever you want to be, even in a farm. Going a little bit deeper than yeah. than like so, say Skyrim, which is like you're this hero. You can't be like a farmer, yeah. dude. Well, I mean, you can, but you're not going to get anywhere. Right. But, like, that's what I kind of get off you a feeling is, like, you want kind of like an Elder Scrolls type game, but Star Wars. Yeah, and that, that could also work for Middle Earth, too, man. Yeah, yeah. That, that's kind of why I was, like, that's kind of why I was explaining that. Because, like, I want that for, I want that kind of game for Star Wars. But, yeah, like, I feel like it would work for this, too. Because, again, the universes are kind of similar in that way where, like, there's they're huge man there's a lot that you could do in these but like for whatever reason the people in charge just love focusing on the same time period and the same you know the movies and the and these same characters like like you said they're making a fucking golem game do we really need a golem game no i mean like i don't it, it doesn't I, appeal to me to play as golem at all. i don't i don't i just don't like what do you do in that game like, like what i don't know I, I i don't know i just anyway like the the potential for middle earth games is 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 immense like you could do all kinds of cool stuff i can't really think of like something particular like super particular off the top of my head cuz it's just not something i've put a lot of thought into like it's what it's one of my favorite universes obviously middle earth but i just i don't know i i just i just kind of have been like whatever they put out there i'll see if if it looks interesting to me or not and i'll you know i'll either play it or i won't 
like which is the which was the case for the Shadow of Mortar. I really I enjoyed that game. I still need to play Shadow of War, but I still feel like there's more that they could do with these, you know, with these Middle Earth games. And they just, for whatever reason, they just. I don't mind playing have... a, a game where we play the villain. That'd be cool. Like, let's be a bad yeah. guy. Let me I mean, be a like, uh, what's that game called? The uh, Overlord or something? Yeah. Let me yeah, go around and like order that, my right? little dudes around. Yeah, yeah that'd be dude. cool. Like, a, like an Overlord Middle Earth game. That'd be kind of neat, yeah. And you could even throw some uh, some comedy in there that you could do with bad guys that you can't really do with your heroes, right? Like, That'd be cool. I'd be all about that, you know? Then when you get killed, you can come back and murder the shit out of them. You are the nemesis now. <laughs> you get to pick. You get to pick a trait and get to boost it up. The reverse, yeah. the reverse nemesis system. You get killed and then you get stronger. Fuck yeah, let's do that. That'd be cool. There you go. We, we just brainstorm something real quick, dude. That's, yeah. that's the. Um. Uh, I don't know what else to say, man. I, I don't know. Um, we, we, we've we've been uh. Yeah, we've been talking about the gaming stuff for a little bit, obviously. Um, we we know there's a TV show coming. We talked about that. I don't think they have any movies planned, as far as we know. Um, I'd like to see more stuff in the past. We already mentioned that, but that's just like wishful thinking kind of stuff we want to see. Yeah. Um, what's some other stuff like? Just like in the in the world itself, like. You know, like we mentioned, it's like influences on like D and D and whatnot. But um, I don't know what's uh, what other, what are some of the other, what are some of your other favorite like things about this like universe in general? You know, um, let's see. Um, well, I really like the um, the idea of the uh, the wizards, right? Because they're all not really like human beings. They're they're almost like these angelic creatures that kind of take a human form, right? And I always found that kind of fascinating. Like, uh, oh, what the fuck are they actually called? Like, uh, like Gandalf's not a human, right? He's just in that form. If I'm remembering right. He's a, uh, what do they call him? I'm looking right now. Uh, I, Einar? Einur? I don't know how you pronounce it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry with pronunciations, guys. I'm really bad. The pronunciation for some of these words, yeah, it, it's, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's fine. Like, we, which we, is the thing we have, another thing we haven't talked about is like Tolkien, uh, was like a really loved languages, right? So like he messed with a whole lot of languages when he was writing the books, and and incorporating them into uh, into his books of Lord of the Rings. So. That's why a lot of the languages and shit looks so cool in the movies and stuff. Um, but yeah, they're called like a. I guess I know basically. Yeah, I know That's fine. That's fine. You can uh, just say. Well, which are like um. The holy kind of ones. Spirits, yeah, these spirits that kind of take on uh, certain forms. Um, yeah. Which I don't even know if they ever... They might explain that in the Lord of the Rings movies, and I've just missed it, like, every time they've explained it. But I don't know if they've ever really... They don't, like, go into it, like, in, like, any huge amount of detail where, like, a casual person would be like, yeah, fucking Gandalf isn't human, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, And then they never explain it, which I find very fascinating. So, like, for me to learn about it, I have to get on, like, the wiki and look shit up. (laughs) 
yeah. <laughs> and, and be like, man, how did that happen? Uh, but yeah, I think that's really cool. That's one of my favorite things about it. Um, uh, yeah. I always, I always wanted to know more about the uh, the wizardy caster caster folks that we only ever see Gandalf and like Saruman, right? Like, you were you were talking about it a bit earlier, but I actually now now that I'm like you're like talking a little bit more about the like the wizards and stuff, I would be so down with like a wizard like Middle Earth game where you're just like this dude with like you know powers and like yeah. And whatnot. I'd be down for a kind of game like that, you know, because I, I typically am not like I'm not the biggest fan of like caster, wizard, sorcerer type dudes. Like any like even like for like anything. Like when if I'm playing a game, or if I'm playing like D and D or anything like that, that's just not my kind of like archetype. That's just not I'm my kind same. of same. I'm the same way. That's man. Just not my kind of character. Like I'm just not like uh, I'm just not drawn to that kind of stuff. I would prefer to just grab a crossbow or a bow and arrow or a sword or, you know, I'll, I'll give me one of those things and I'll, I'll go into battle with one of that, you know. So I've just never really been like, here's my staff and, you know, fucking, uh, I'm going to summon my horse and we're going to fucking ride off into the battle and I'm going to shine some light into the air and fucking cast lightning on your, smite your bitch ass. You know what I mean? Like, that's just <laughs> not. Like, I just I haven't really, I never that's never really been my kind of like character you know I think they're cool like Gandalf obviously is a badass you know but like I just I don't know just personally like in a game of, or like in anything that you like play as or anything like where you 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 portray the character I've just never really been drawn to that kind of character but um I don't know there's something about like potentially like depending on how they would do it like a, a game where you're like a wizard in in this universe. I could see it being. It sounds. It sounds intriguing to me, you know. Depending on like how they would do it or whatever, I, I, I'd be for it, you know. Yeah, definitely. Uh, when Daniel, when Daniel plays the Dragon Age games, we're gonna dive into that world at some point, and there's gonna be an interesting oh, discussion about magic and shit in that world as well, because there's some, there's some pretty trippy shit, and how they do, how they do magic in particular is very interesting as well, and that's something I would love to talk about. I have Dragon. Point. I have Dragon Age Origins and Dragon Age Two. I need to get Inquisition, and then I'll then I'll play them at some point. Yeah, I have a lot of games I need to play, guys. But anyway, that's beside yeah, the point. The, that's all. The, the backlog. That, <laughs> yeah, backlog is one of discussion. Anyway, um, uh, so you were talking about the the Einar and like you know how you like them and, and all that, and, and just, just yeah, dudes in particular and all that stuff. Yeah, I just think they're fascinating and cool, and like I didn't realize how. I don't think when I was younger, I didn't realize like they're just supposed to be these other special people, right? I just thought they were like these are human dudes that can do magic, right? And I was like, yeah, nope, yeah. you're so wrong. Yeah, there's there's uh, just I mean I I yeah, when I first saw the movies and stuff too, it's just like oh yeah, like you know there's it's just you know they look human, they they're they probably are human, right? You know. So yeah, there's a lot of stuff like that that I yeah I can agree. I I kind of felt the same way about it too, but I mean. I, as most things, you get older, you know, you do a little bit more research into the thing and you find out, oh, wait a minute, that's not, you know, that's that's not that's not quite what it seems, right? But but for me, like, a lot of things that are cool in this universe is, like, like the fucking, uh, the Ents, you know, like Treebeard. Yeah. And, like, and like fucking, the, the fucking, the Balrogs are pretty badass. And, like, and another thing that I've, I always liked was the Nazgul, dude. Like, those guys are fucking cool looking, man. They're like, great villains. I, 
I always like ever since I saw them, I was like, dude, these guys look bad. They have like so many names too. The Nazgul, the Ring Race, the Black Riders. Like they have all these like like they're just that just sounds cool, dude. You know what I mean? And they look fucking awesome, dude. They just like they have like no faces, all black, fucking big old swords. Like it's it, it, yeah, it's sick, man. And then the Witch King looks fucking cool too, man. Yep. With his with his big old fucking uh with his fell beast. Yeah, yeah, they're so cool. There's, um, there's stuff like that in this in this universe that I, I just I don't know I just find really like really fascinating, really cool looking. Like just they were like really well like designed and like. Thought speaking out. of design, a lot of the armors for each uh, like faction and group are so cool in the movies. Like um, uh, I really like the Gondor armor. Right, I think it looks cool. It's got the fucking tree on the front yeah, and everything. Yeah, it looks. They look so cool. They um, do. And I think it actually look its, looks its best when it's on Sean Bean in that little flashback sequence. And That's also props to like the, the costuming department and stuff. Yeah. They're all working on the films because they, they killed it, man. They, they really did a good... Like, everybody who worked on these movies, like concept artists, the, you know, costuming and makeup and everybody who worked on that stuff... They made like those movies look really, really fucking good, man. So like definitely props and shout out to them for that because yeah, dude, like they 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 killed it. I mean honestly, that's just that's just it is what it is. Like they fucking they did a, such a good job on that stuff. Fucking Elven armor looks dope too. Yeah, I, I weapon would, designs look cool. I think I think out of all like the the the, the human like you know the Gondors and the Rohans and all that stuff. I think Gondor has always been like my favorite of all. Yeah, of all the, oh, absolutely. absolutely. The realm of the realm of men. You know, I just I don't know. There's just something about them that I just thought they were always cool, man. Like the fucking you got like your Gondor Rangers, which look fucking badass too. You know what I mean? Like I've always been. I'm just like a fan of that like aesthetic and style of like you know, like just warriors. You know what I mean? Like. Like for those of you who don't know, my fucking character Jedrick Kell is basically a fucking Gondorian dude. Like mm-hmm. basically like a Gondorian ranger, kind of. I got the you know, got the hood with the cape and the fucking longbow and the long the long sword and everything. That's basically like my character in fucking D D, dude. Like it's a it's a Gondorian ranger, man. Like that's that's my that's my guy, you know. Hell yeah. Uh, so that's kind of like, you know, what what my guy's character was based off of because like that's you know yeah um so that's always been more of my aesthetic and then like yeah I well, like, I agree with like the armor with the tree looks fucking sick dude I, I there's just something about it that I don't know that tree is just a good design dude in general like it's just it's really cool looking when you have it on armor or something so yeah well agree I I definitely hard agree on that. Fuck yeah. And then like uh fucking Aragon's king armor looks fucking legit as shit too, man. Mm-hmm. The big old tree on it as well. It's just badass. Really, really, really cool. 
Sorry, I was trying to find some pictures, but again, I'm failing you, for some reason. What are, you, what are you looking for pictures of? Just the just some armor, just some armor, armor like some gotcha. good pictures. Gotcha, uh, gotcha, gotcha. Um, we somebody selling armor. <laughs> Wanna buy some Gondor armor, guys? It's gonna happen. Yeah, Josh is gonna show up next week uh, or or in two weeks or how long it takes for it to arrive. He's just gonna show up with a. Uh, Oh, if Fucking. it comes from Russia, I want to see it from my... That's, that's true. <laughs> Eventually, Josh is going to show up on an episode of the podcast with uh, with full battle armor, and yeah. uh, he's just going to do the entire show with that on. You know? That'd be great. I got a helmet around here somewhere. Um, you know what else? Speaking of armor, you know what I thought looked kind of cool? Do you remember the orc armor that Sam and Frodo have to sneak a dress into? Oh, yeah. When they're in Mordor? Yeah. That even that even like that little like shitty armor looked kind of cool too, dude. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, there it is. There's a Gondorian armor right there. Yeah, I think it looks best when it's on Sean Bean right here. I think it looks great. Look how yeah. awesome it looks great on him. He, he pulls it off really well, dude. The, the fucking uh, fucking Boromir, dude. Yeah, he, he, yeah. look at that. He looks, but he looks like a badass, dude. And then even Faramir with his little light, his leathers, yeah, right? Still yeah, got the yeah. tree on it. Still looks cool and great. I yeah, love it. I, 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 it's because I the tree is just such a good design. You know, like I said that already, but it really is, mm-hmm. man. It's such a dope ass fucking design. It, they just have cool ass armor, dude. Fucking, I, 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 I'm Team Gondor all day, every day, man. They just, mm-hmm. they just look like a bunch of badasses. So good. Dude. We're gonna end up watching Lord of the Rings again. Dun, um, dun, dun, dun. The music's great. <laughs> um. Oh, of course. I mean, we didn't even talk about the music, but I mean, like, that's just you guys know how given. you guys you guys know how legendary the fucking Howard Shore soundtracks are. I mean, come on. We don't have, we don't have to get into detail on that. You guys know how badass that stuff is. Like, it's it's pretty damn great. Um. The Rohan armor looks kind of interesting too. Um, again, I prefer more of the Gondor style, but I mean, even, I think even the Rohan stuff looks pretty neat too. Like, like fucking, uh, like Carl Urban's armor looks really, really, really interesting. Oh, there, oh, there it is. There's the orc stuff right there. That's what I was yeah. talking about. Like even that, like look at the helmets, dude. Like that, I don't know. It's just, it's just, it's cool. Got like the, the big beak on it. It's yeah, the bird. big beaks on them, and like you can tell, like the armor is just like not. Like in, in this, in this yeah, it's, they, just, it's they, grimy. They, they did such a good job with that. Dude. Like it, it looks so looks so cool, man. Like these orcs just like walking around with this stuff on, and it, also it's really interesting seeing like the difference between having like hobbits wear that kind of armor, and like you know, the the fucking uh, the orcs themselves wear, you know. Mm-hmm. Like just how you can just see the difference, you know. It's really it's it's, it's fascinating stuff. Yeah. Um. So, Lord of the Rings gave us orcs that are forever the villains, unless you watch my D and D show. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean. <laughs> 
that's like the typical thing to do with mm-hmm. orcs, right? It's like they're, yeah, they're the make them the bad guys. Which, let's be honest, they're they're great villains, but uh, they are. They're good. They're they're. You know, sometimes it is good to go to the classics, right? Um, mm. uh, for your bad guys, there's there's fucking Aragorn and his fucking armor. Yeah, that's that's no armor. armor that is some cool ass armor, dude. Got your little coalition. Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, that looks great. Big fan. Love it. Um, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of really, really, really cool armor in the in Middle Earth. Like even uh what's his name? Uh we we're talking about the games earlier. Um fucking god damn it why am i blinking out on his name right now why am i blanking out on his name josh what the fuck i don't know bro the the main dude of the game i'm like blanking out on his name oh um like i remember killer brimbor with the elf guy Tal- but I can't uh, remember. Italian. Tal- Tal- italian 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 that's the name so. yeah jesus christ dude what the hell it's, been, I... a, it's been a hot minute to be fair like what the hell dude like i can't even remember his name yeah um like even talion like in the games he has like some pretty cool looking uh pretty cool looking armor right yeah and that's not like you know designed by the movie people or anything it's just this universe just in general has like some pretty i don't know there's the the way that 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 things are it's it just there it allows some really cool stuff to happen and yeah and, and i love it so um, when you play the new game, he gets like more options too, because a bunch of that armor just changes. Is it oh. as you get it? It's cool. Um, uh, the last thing I kind of want to talk about is just how um, in the world of Middle Earth, I just like the idea of um, pouring your power into an an item such as the ring, right? And as as Sauron makes these rings and. And and pours himself into them and and are certain ones and, and and how they enhance abilities of of other characters and corrupt them gradually over time like it did to men and and dwarves and and the elves. Oh, I just really like that. I think it's cool. Um, Thank you with that. Magical items in D and D and just in video games in general because we always have our magical items in just about any video game. That's an RPG. You have shit that enhances you, how you, well you fucking fight, right? Mm. And I guess uh, uh, Middle Earth, the, the Lord of the Rings, the books, was probably the first thing ever to really kind of do that, I guess. Maybe I'm wrong. I, it's the first thing I remember doing it uh, off the top of my head. Um, and I just like those objects of power, especially Not... the one ring. Yeah. Uh, and how it has a will of its own and wants to go back to its master. So much awesomeness to it. Yeah, there's there's a there, there's a lot of that in this universe for sure. Yeah. You have like you have even like the uh, what is it the like the necklace? Um, what's her name? Fuck, the one that uh, that is given to uh, uh to, that's given to uh, uh, Aragorn by Ar- by Arwen. You know the little, the yeah. little, uh, like even stuff like that, right? Like the fucking the elf stone or whatever. 
even that's pretty cool. Like there's just all, there's a, there's just a bunch of like cool different like items and like like rings and and stuff in here that's like 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 even the fucking sting the sword like you know like yeah. it, it, it like glows when and then like fucking orcs are nearby or whatever you know. Mm-hmm. Like just stuff like that. Like it's just like really fucking cool, man. The arc and stone from like the Hobbit and and whatnot, you know. Yeah. And then the uh, the file of uh, of Galadriel, the one that Sam uses to fight Shalab, you know, the yeah. little light. Yeah. light that bitch up. Andriel, uh, fucking the 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 sword that Aragorn uses, you know. Oh man, the swords are so cool. I love them. Uh, yeah, I particularly really like the Elven swords. I have one in my closet because I'm a nerd. Um. But yeah, man, I don't know what else to say on the old Middle Earth other than I love it. I wish they'd do more video games and other parts of it, and I definitely interested I just, in that. I'm, 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 I'm just glad that they're like gonna be expanding on it more with the with like the TV show and stuff. Because I mean, I feel like this is a universe that that needs to be like there's there's like much again. I keep making the Star Wars comparison, but it's true. There's it's such a huge universe to like focus so much of it on one area, like expand, expand. You can you can go back in time, you can go forward in time, you can make games, you can make movies, you could fucking, I mean, you can make like all kinds of stuff, man. Like uh, just they're finally doing a TV show, you know, which took them a while, but you know. Good things take time, which is fine. But I, I, basically, I'm just I'm glad that they're finally like you know making other things. Which again, hopefully they'll they'll listen to us and start making other games, newer games, because uh, I always want to see that. And you know, I'm I'm very I'm I'm looking forward to the TV show, and maybe hopefully eventually someday they'll make more movies about like the old like first age stuff and. We'll, we'll finally, hopefully, we'll get to see more goth and the Cimmerillus and the Cimmerillion and all that stuff, you know. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it's there, there's a lot of there, there's a lot of stuff they can expand on still that they haven't yet. Is basically the point that we're trying to make, you know. Like you'd think it'd be obvious, but they're just they're just too scared to like do anything in in anything other than areas that modern that 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 you know that like casual fans and people who don't know you know as much about stuff that people that only watch the movies you know like they're they're too scared to do anything outside of that stuff so um hopefully they will do some stuff uh i hope so in the future um but yeah i think that will probably do it for for today right we've uh yeah man We've had a pretty good, uh, you know, discussion about a lot of the things we like. Just in pretty good, Earth. pretty good little talk about Middle Earth. It's again, it's something that we both very much, very much love and much, very much enjoy this universe. And this is uh, a topic we might revisit in the future as well. Yeah, like, this of is course. Like we a could, we one always, and done type of deal. Yeah, we could always revisit it in the future for sure. Uh, that goes. That goes for anything we bring up on the show. You know. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. Well, if that's all we have, that's all we got for the moment. My throat is like running out, even though I've been like drinking throughout the show. We've been talking quite a bit. Um, 
So let's go to our goodbyes, Daniel. What do you got coming up on Alrighty. Haha. All right. Thank you guys for joining us today on episode 49 of the Clockwork Cantina podcast, The World of Middle Earth. Next week, episode 50. Join us for that. Um, next week's show, we are going to be actually talking about, um, if I'm not mistaken, the topic for next week is going to be, um, do we have, I'm trying to think because, because we, we plan these ahead of time. And since it's been a while, I think we're watching a movie next week, right? I think we have, yep, a, I think we, we are, a, it's a retro Retro Rewind. Oh, that's right. We're doing a Retro Rewind. We're going to be watching The Hidden Fortress. Yeah. So, uh, so if you guys haven't seen, never seen, uh, never seen <laughs> The Hidden Fortress or any Akira Kurosawa movies, that's going to be fun. Uh, join us for that, everybody, because that's going to be really cool. Check that out. We'll be talking about it next week, and we'll be sharing our thoughts on that. We, as you guys know, we like to do the Retro Rewinds every once in a while. Fun. And talk about movies from the past that we that we have seen already or haven't seen or you know we want to re- just we just, just want to revisit you know so check us out for that we'll be doing that next week that's gonna be a whole lot that's gonna be a blast and yeah it's gonna be episode number fifty so hope to see you guys there for that that's gonna be a good one uh, hopefully we'll have some more good Star Wars news and and just news in general about you know just everything that we love um, and in terms of what I'm doing on stream I'm gonna be starting Days Gone tomorrow. Oh shit. So if you're interested in that, check that out. We're gonna be doing that live tomorrow. Twitch.tv slash DT3. It's not even in the sidebar. You see it there. Um also I just noticed that the um the little Twitter and Instagram things are outdated. It is not it is no longer DT3 Twitch, it is DT3 stream. So if you oh. if you go to if you go on Instagram and and Twitter at me at DT3 stream. Not 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 Twitch. So, thank you guys. Those. And and uh, and I will see you guys next week. Hopefully, I I hope that we get to uh, uh, do some D and D sooner rather than later again because it's been it's been so long. But but I but I miss it and I want to I want to get back to that. But that'll be uh, as always. It'll be up to Josh for that. Soon, um, I promise. But yeah, Soon. but yeah, days gone on stream. Check it out. I'll see you guys later. Have a good one. Bye bye. Bye bye. Hi guys, I think I hit the button. Yeah, okay. Uh, coming up for me is if I'm feeling better, which I don't know how I'm feeling at the moment. My throat's a little rough. I uh, will do some more Spider-Man tomorrow. I've been I, I've been planning to play it. I was some more. Uh, I haven't played it in a while because I've just been sick, and the new PC came, and just yeah, just a lot of ugh. I can't really play at the moment, so. I want to I want to play that some more. I haven't given up on it, and I'm not quitting it. I love it. I just haven't had time because I've been sick. Um, so keep an eye out for that. Keep an eye on Twitter and stuff for that. Um, I'm trying to fix my sleep schedule as well. So if I've been a little little loopy this whole run, it's because I haven't had much sleep lately. Um, um, yeah, I don't really. I, uh, I'm still working on D and D stuff. It'll be back soon, hopefully within the next month at least. Um, at some point, maybe a couple weeks out. It depends on how quick I can get things going. I was moving pretty quick, and then I got sick, and like it slowed me down pretty bad. Um, 
But when we do go back, I'm going to have a fuckload of new magical items that the party might can acquire because uh, the Griffin Saddlebag Kickstarter book is out there, and I have it because I backed it. Um, So that'll be fun. Keep an eye out for new magical items. We were just talking about some of those on, in the Middle Earth part. And yeah, make sure to tune in next week for episode 50 of the Clockwork Cantina. That's next week. It's going to be fun on a bun as we watch The Hidden Fortress, and I've never seen it, so uh, that'll be fun, because it'll be a completely new movie experience for me. Um, So from uh, me and Daniel, we'll see you all next time. Thank you for all the love and support, all the hosts, all the subs, and we'll see you next time, guys. Bye-bye now. Bye. Peace out, everybody.